Well, hello everyone. Uh, this is Bobby coming to you from the oh so distant future. Uh, so this one's uh, pretty goddamn late, gotta say. So we recorded this episode. This is uh, episode eight on September twenty seventh, and uh, at the time you're recording this little monologue, it's ten fifty eight at night on uh, October sixteenth. Uh, so yeah, sort of my fault. This didn't come out. Uh, as many of you may know at this point, I'm a college student full time, uh, and things just got crazy busy. So a couple things happened. One, the main reason for this was that just I had a crazy week and then my school has a fall break that I uh, return home for. Uh, and I don't have, or well, I didn't at the time. I now have a brand spanking new laptop, which is a lot of fun to play with, but uh, I didn't have a workstation at home to do any of my editing. So uh, I was not able to get this out in time. Uh, probably would have relied on the other guys to do it, but I just didn't. And that's kind of on me. So Apologies for dropping the ball on this one. So some of the stories you may hear, uh, I can't remember which ones to talk about, to be quite honest with you on this, but maybe out of date. So just take it with a grain of salt and remember, always do your own research, something I always advocate for. For any stories you're talking about, uh, you know, go do your own research and, and figure that out. So uh, note real quick that so uh, episode eight was released, and um, the night after this is made public. Uh, episode 9 will be coming out a little late on that one as well, but that was recorded last week, so I'm not too, too late. I'm usually on the schedule. So I'm going to try my best to get back on the same schedule. I've done pretty good with uh, recording and being able to edit um, almost right after and being able to upload it within a week or so so that most of the stories we have kind of stay up to date. Uh, we don't have any things that are kind of going to bust our opinions. Um, so again, sorry about that. You know, I'm a full-time student, got a job. This isn't my job. This is something that, you know, I do for free and I, and I absolutely love doing. Uh, just things get in the way sometimes, that's all. So I'm uh, going to try my best to get back to the normal schedule. Uh, we'll be doing episode 10 very, very soon. Uh, and also in this episode, we mentioned the NHL season preview. Uh, me and Tyler mentioned it. And uh, at the time of this going public, it's been out probably for like a week or two at this point. Uh, so go check it out. Me and Tyler break down uh, all teams in the NHL and discuss uh, where we think their team is going to go uh, for the 2018-2019 season. Uh, yeah, be sure to watch this episode and be sure to go watch episode 9, episode 10 very soon. And uh, any of our other videos that we've posted recently, we're starting to expand to newer content. Something we keep talking about on the podcast. Uh, we're still working on logistics on what exactly you want to be doing, but we have released other content. So please be sure to go check that out. Uh, otherwise, yeah, enjoy the episode. Sorry for the lateness. My fault. Uh, trying to get better at this. I thought I've really done a pretty good job thus far. And uh, continue to support us. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. Everybody and welcome back to episode eight of the podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about Fortnite uh, and PS4 becoming cross-platform. We're going to talk about the roughing the pasture calls in the NFL, which has been destroying the league. And we're going to give our week four predictions for the NFL. Uh, and on this episode, everybody's here. Everybody's back. Say what's up, guys. Yo. What's up, guys? Yeah, uh, everybody say what's up at the exact same time. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, we're gonna start off the show with a new segment. Uh, our boy Zach, uh, you know he he's a he's a thinker. 
Yeah, he's out here thinking. <laughs> and he's got a and and he's got a thought of the week for us. So Zach, I'm gonna give it to you and and enlighten us of what you're thinking this week. All right. So you get four thousand dollars per month, right? Okay. Sounds good to me. But once per month, like one day per month, the Flyers mascot comes to your house. <laughs> <laughs> it can come at any time, like oh within a 24-hour period. It can come at any time. Like could be 3 in the morning. He can do whatever he wants in your house <laughs> for one day. For, for how long? Like a whole 24 hours? Yes, a whole 24 hours. Like once per month. So, so he can show up at like three in the morning and basically be there. Like you have to go to work in the morning and you have to just leave him there. Like, with, like you might have a dog there. He might eat it by the time you come back, man. Like, no, he's I mean, not going to hurt you or anything. He's just okay. He's going to so, do whatever he wants that's like not going to hurt you. Okay. Um, $4,000 for this. I just imagine like every month. Imagine, like, you're having, like, a romantic evening, like, with your significant oh other, God. right? Like, imagine that, and, you know, you're having a good time, and then you look in the corner, and there he is, watching. <laughs> and what's worse is that he has the googly eyes, so <laughs> he'll shine through the wind. Oh, my God, you can make a movie out of this. Dear God. Oh, man. Uh, you, you know what? I would do it. Man, I'll probably do it. Nah, I mean, that's $4,000. Dude, what uh, if he shows up and he has, like, shit really bad? <laughs> oh, my God. You, you, like, what if that's how he shows up, right? You walk into the bathroom, you gotta take a shit, and then he's just in there, just completely blasting your toilet. Like, what do you even do? <laughs> what if, yeah, like, what if he's there all day? I, I'll, I'm gonna go upstairs. You, you stay here. Uh, there's one toilet in my apartment, so mm, if uh, he's well, in there, we're fucked. Uh, I'm going. So there's construction happening outside. I'm going to go use the porta potty that the construction use workers use, and uh, we'll call it a day. <laughs> please try not to hurt anybody or break yeah. anything. Please. I, that's a. I don't know about this, man. Man, <laughs> that's a, a full time job. Like my job is letting this guy. Yeah, really. <laughs> I have never <laughs> seen that amount of money in a paycheck in my life. I so that's kind of hard to pass up. So I mean, if you okay, so if you think about it, like it's. About after a while, you get dollars a year, right? Would you do it for fifty thousand dollars a year, where he's in your yes. house for? I was about to say. Time? I was about to say, could I get a raise? Like, <laughs> that's a scary proposition. I mean, fifty thousand a year, but he's there all the time. I, I, I'd take it if it's one day. I no, mean, dude, why? because four, dude, four thousand one. That's two thousand more dollars for him to be, be there all the time. <laughs> that's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, I I would consider it if the beard wasn't like looking like Jake Voracek and <laughs> the eyes were on googly. Uh, I'd do it. I'd do it. I'd leave him there all the time for like five million because I can just build a huge house and uh, you know what, world. Zach, He's knowing, put him in your pool house. Knowing you, you'd have him as a pet. So <laughs> um, no, but if he shows up with a t-shirt gun, no run. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, nah, I, I my final decision. <laughs> Who wants a t-shirt? Out of my eye. <laughs> I couldn't do it. We're gonna talk about him uh, later in the show because uh, I actually have some interesting takes from some, you know, being in the Philly area. There's a lot of people that have stuff to say about it. 
His name is fucking Gritty. Show him some respect. A gritty and shitty, whatever, same thing. <laughs> I see you watch that video too. Yeah, no, I, look, look, like, I I said, I, the way I'm explaining it is he looks like an escaped convict from Sesame Street. Like, that's the only way I can say it because that's what he looks like. And he also looks like Ox, Oscar the Grouch's uh, drug dealer. But um, either but, way. Uh, I think we found out who his drug dealer is, though. Oh, More on that later. More oh, on that later. Oh, oh, all right. I like that. I like that. All right, we're going to move on to our quick picks here. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So what are the votes? Oh, oh. no chance. I'm in. I, I would do it. No, I would exactly. do it, man. Yeah. Three to one. Tyler, fuck you. <laughs> Tyler, you're an idiot. That's usual. All right, we're going to move on to our quick picks here. Uh, I'm going to send it right over to Bobby. This is one of his favorite games. But Rocket League is... Uh, in a new season, season nine, and he has the patch notes uh, from the game. You're goddamn right, I do. I fucking love this game. This is the game I end up grinding besides NHL. I mean, I'm still only with Plat 1, which is okay. I'm still not diamond level. Yeah, I'll get there eventually, but I, I gotta learn how to actually I gotta learn how to actually hit the fucking ball first, but anyway. Um, so, alright, so reason why season nine is big. It's big for a few reasons. So, the first thing is that, so before this update, uh, Rocket League announced a lot of different things that are coming in to, for, for quality of life reasons. Um, more so, so the, the, the big thing that's coming out, not it's not here yet with the Season 9 update, but it will be coming out soon, is the um, uh, cross-platform. So originally, uh, PC and PlayStation players can party up and play competitive modes and online and everything like that. PC and Xbox cannot do that. Uh, they can party up through uh, private match servers, but that means you're playing as bots all the time, which gets very boring, which is why I own it for both Xbox and PC, because I play on both, and I have friends who play on both. So um, that'll be coming out soon, so that's, that was one thing I wanted to mention. But for the patch notes, this is version of 1.53, which is the Season 9 update. So uh, headlines really are uh, coming straight from Rocket League's website. Uh, Hot Wheels Rivals Arena is now available in casual playlists, tournaments, private matches, and offline matches. I haven't seen this yet because I play mostly competitive. So uh, I haven't really got a chance to check into this uh, yet. Uh, so I'll probably, I'm sure I'll bring that up at some point. Uh, competitive Season 8 ended and rewards were given out, which were rocket boosts uh, for depending on your rank, how many you got. So uh, I didn't get one for plat, but I, I don't think I did. I got one for gold, though, and, uh, and bronze, which doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but they're pretty cool and they sound cool. So I put them on my cars. Uh, season nine began to, for competitive, so uh, you know, go do your placement matches. Uh, I did most of mine on Xbox, but I'm only like halfway done on PC. Uh, they released. Oh, we, we know you did. We heard you. Oh yeah. Uh, we uh, yeah, Monster, Monster Cat also released another volume for uh, another volume of their uh, Monster Cat Rocket League uh, music playlist uh, and what have you. So uh, I'm trying to think. I'm sorry. I'm slow reading. So there's a lot of there's a lot of just new. Uh, cosmetic stuff um, uh, coming out. Uh, but the main thing I just wanted to point out is that uh, they also added extra modes, uh, extra competitive modes, which was the big thing. So now they have competitive drop shot, competitive hoops, which we, me and my roommate uh, play hoops all the time. So we've been waiting for a uh, competitive version. We started playing yesterday, and I think we finished last night like 3-1 or something. Uh, Finally starting to see some players who actually know how to play hoops. Usually you just run into people who are just like, hey, I just got the game and I want to play basketball. But mm -hmm. uh, there's that. And also they have 3v3 Rumble, which, oh my god, that's got... I haven't played it yet, but that's going to be fucking mayhem. Um, if you haven't played Rumble, that's basically... Uh, it's Rocket League with power-ups, and it's ridiculous. Um, 
And we also have 3v3 snow day, which is basically hockey. Um, I haven't done that yet, but I don't play hockey all that much, but it is pretty fun. Uh, it's more grounded play. How um, ironic. Yep. And there's, uh, there are unique MMRs for all of them, so you have to do placement matches for every mode if you're trying to you know, uh, get a rank in all of them. Uh, so it's 10 placement matches, and you'll get ranked, and then you'll just climb up. Uh, as it is for like you know, 3v, for 3v3s and doubles and, and solos and all that stuff. Um, and uh, they will all, uh, those players will also contribute to the season reward level, so you'll, you know, if you reach Platinum 1, you will get the Platinum rewards in, um, at the end of the season. Uh, and those extra modes have actually been. Oh, I didn't. I don't think I realized this. Those extra modes have actually been removed from casual playlists, so you can't even play uh, those modes as casual anymore. You can play those as uh, just competitive only, which I don't even think I realized that yesterday. But that's no. I don't know. I don't know how I do either. But at the same time, I mean, it's like if you're gonna play, you know, try a little bit. But I know a lot of people. I feel like there's no difference between casual and competitive anymore. Casual is, like, not even used. I feel like casual is more difficult than competitive. That's just me, though. Well, because you run into teammates who are all over the place. Like, I mean, I feel like what they're trying to do is they put it in competitive so that it forces uh, the game to match with, like, players, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're... If you're a certain MMR, you'll get ranked... Or you'll get matched with people of unique skill levels. So it's not... Uh, like you go into casual and you're this experienced player and you're playing against a guy who just downloaded the game an hour ago. You know what I mean? That's probably what they were trying to do. That's probably mm-hmm. why they did it. So it, it's 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 alright. I mean, I don't I don't care. Um, I probably won't get uh ranked in all of them. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I'm guessing that was their mindset. Um, and yeah, that was that was basically it. Um, but the the big thing that I'm still waiting on is the whole cross platform thing. And once that comes out, we'll definitely talk about it. Um, but Actually, more on cross-platform stuff later. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Mm. So no, that's all. I mean, I, I'll just kind of put my two cents in. Like, I am a very cat. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a very casual player when it comes to Rocket League. I think it's a fun game, but like, I don't play it that often. But like, um, you know, like one of the things I do a lot is I play the hockey mode, um, mm. like just as casual because, uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm bad at the game, but I'm not good, right? And, like, the the whole <laughs> so thing bad. about it... No, I, honestly, like, when I was back in the day when I was playing, it was actually all right, but I haven't played it in so long. But the thing that always trips me up, which is, like, why people are so good at it, is, like, the aerial stuff. And, like, the hockey was more grounded, and that's why I kind of liked it more. So that's kind of, you know, that's where I was at with that. But, mm. um, yeah, I mean... It, I always thought, I mean, we've seen it with everything um, in terms of, like, tournaments and stuff like that. Like, this is a game that's almost, like, made for being competitive. So, I mean, I thought eventually they would go uh, this route where it looks like that's where they're transitioning to altogether almost. Um, But Uh uh, as a casual player, I'm just saying my sense because we, like, literally we're – completely opposite on this so i just want to get a different perspective like you play all the time and you know i would say you're a competitive player and then like, uh, I, I uh am not <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, i'm just casual so i'll just say it's been a while since i've actually like played the game competitively like last i i used to play competitive hearthstone like and i was pretty decent uh but i kind of quit that because of money uh and it costs a lot especially yeah. with all the new expansions they come out with which i, lo- I still love the game i just i just don't play it anymore but um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I, I really like the game. I, I seriously think that if someone who knows next to nothing about esports, if they ever wanted to just watch an esport, I feel like Rocket League is the perfect transition, like the perfect like, introductory esport because it's basically soccer just with cars, right? I mean, yeah. it's really not, there's, you know, CSGO and League of Legends are probably the top esports, right? So, but those are games that, like, if somebody who knows next to nothing about video games or esports, you know, they're going to watch them like, what in the actual fuck am I watching? Like, they watch something like Rocket League, where really the only mechanic is that you are a car and you have boost. And you have a boost that you can get in the air with. That's really it, right? So, somebody can watch that and they might even begin the esports. And it's easy to understand. And I kind of like it that way. I mean, I like elaborate games, but something, the sporty feel of Rocket League really draws me. Um... And so uh, that's the game I've been taking very, very seriously over the past, I don't know, eight months or so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love that game. I, I get pissed off at it a lot, as I'm sure these guys will tell you. But uh, yeah. <laughs> overall, I love the game. Um, those stupid... How did I miss like, that? How did I, how did I miss that? Why is my teammate sitting in the corner? <laughs> Why don't I have any boost? That, the other night was just you yelling at your team. The poor teammate probably just got the game. Well, it, was, it was we were probably, we were talking yeah well like we, <laughs> we uh that was the, it was right when up uh season nine went live so of course i'm like oh well i gotta go in and see what my rewards are and i gotta see everything else and and, and whatever um and of course i'm like ah, well you know let's do a couple of my placements and of course my first one is when you know of course with the new update new competitive season everyone comes on for like a week so you run into a variety of players, especially yeah. in the placement matches. So it was like, yeah, fuck you and you and you and go to hell. And then whatever. I can't carry the team on my back, especially in this stage, but whatever. Okay. All right. Okay. Next topic. Uh, some more video game stuff. Uh, big one. Um, Telltale Studios uh, coming out the other day. Uh, I believe it was announced in a staff-wide meeting that uh, they are closing down the company. Uh, they laid off about uh, 200 employees. Um, and the interesting thing about that, as we were just reading, is they're not getting getting a severance for it, uh, which we will talk about. Um, basically, they have 25 uh, employees left just to finish off one final project, which is Minecraft Story Mode. And that's all um, allegedly, by the way. Yeah, um, allegedly. Uh, this uh, is from... What com- uh, let me see. Oh, the, uh, this article we're looking off of is from. How do you say? It? I don't oh, know. Kotaku and Jesus Christ! I, I I was looking up an article for our other topic, and the audio just blared in my ears and scared the ever living shit. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yeah, that so that's <clears throat> excuse me, that's allegedly. Um, but yeah, the interesting. So I seen this article the other day, or I seen the story the other day rather, because uh, when you were talking about it, but then we just seen now about the them not getting severance, which is kind of fucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what's your guys? Uh, I, I know Bobby had stuff to say about this. Uh, what's your take on it? Well, so I just, I well, first I want to read the uh... the company statement. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do. I, there, there's two I want to read. So the first one was released on the 21st, and this was their uh, their talk about trying its doors. Uh, so this was on Twitter. Um, so it says, for immediate release today, Telltale Games made the difficult decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year marked by uh, insurmountable challenges. 
A majority of the company's employees were dismissed earlier this morning, with a small group of 25 employees staying on to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners. CEO Pete Howley issued the following statement. It's been an incredibly difficult year for Telltale as we worked to set the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. We released some of our best content this year and received a tremendous amount of positive feedback, but ultimately that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watch our friends leave today to spread our brand of storytelling across the games industry. Telltale will issue further comments regarding its product portfolio in the coming year. So, um, I do, the, the, the line uh, about uh, we tried to set a company on a new, for, new course, but we ran out of time. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but for some reason that stands out. So I guess that, that I, I translate that to they, they wanted to do some different projects and other things and, and try and uh, turn the company, like I said, in another direction. But they ran out of the funding for it um, is what it sounds like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All the, money, yeah, yeah I, I don't know all the I don't know all the details. So uh, Telltale, for those who don't know, um, I, I have not played any of their games. I, I may have played like one of the episodes of Walking Dead because I got it for free. But like uh, my roommate uh, grinds the hell out of them. He beat the Back to the Future one that they did. I think they did that. And then uh, uh, he's been playing the Walking Dead episode. And he's very upset about this because he, he thoroughly enjoyed that game. Um, so with the news, the, the questions around the Walking Dead series came about. Um, so this was supposed to be the final season anyway. Um, so they released a statement two days ago saying, Hi, everyone. We have a Walking Dead update for you. Multiple potential partners have stepped forward to express interest in helping see the final season through to completion. While we can't make any promises today, we are actively working on toward, working towards a solution that will allow Episodes 3 and 4 to be completed and released in some form. In the meantime, Episode 2 will release uh, tomorrow, which was September 25th, uh, across all platforms as planned. We hope to have answers soon. So basically what they're saying is they'll release Episode 2, but they have no guarantee that the final two episodes will be released. They're trying to basically find funding for it. So... We'll, have, we'll, we'll keep looking into that, but that, that's it. You're basically going to be left on a big cliffhanger. Uh, but what I appreciate about their games um, was that it, they, they, they went for the story route, right? Which you, you see, you know, I know a lot of gamers are multiplayer. Uh, multiplayer is the biggest thing right now, right? I mean, playing with your friends. And why wouldn't it be, right? But there's something to be said for very, very good and uh, deep campaigns. And I think Telltale was doing a good job of providing that. Um, especially, you know, my, like I said, my roommate plays all these games and he's, you know, he's a, uh, he's a film major here at my college with me and he's a writer. So he enjoys the hell out of stories. So being able to play through story the way he has, um, has been like the game for him. And it's, uh, it's why I like Outlast so much. Um, when I, when I was out, I played the hell out of that. I probably beat it like two or three times because I thought the story was just so interesting. Like the story of the mental hospital and then the reporter and all the experiments. I love that shit. So, you know, I, it's sad to see them go. Um, did you guys play any of their games at all? Like I know Xbox released I, some of the episodes for free to everybody at some point, but yeah, I never did. But like, I like those story type of games. Like even, um, I mean, I've said this before, like I'm a big sports uh, video game person so like yeah. the the NBA series with 2K <clears throat> I always like their games because of like their career mode um storylines like the 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 game like it adds some element like games like that like that you know there's a story to it it kind of keeps you involved like you're basically it's like you're playing a movie almost so right. I never played those games like I know their big game was probably you know their I don't know their biggest game 
would you say it's probably Walking Dead? I would. Uh, yeah, it's got to be Walking Dead. Um, I, I never played it, um, but um, I would imagine. You know, I, I would imagine it was good just because, like, you know, like I said, I like that. For anybody who likes, you know, that kind of um, movie feel or like, um, you know, like a storytelling. That's when those games are really good. But uh, yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, I never played them. I don't know about about you guys though, Zach and Brendy. Are you talking about The Walking Dead? Yeah. I'm well, talking, any Telltale games in Telltale in general, but I know that, like their big game is Walking Dead. Um. Well, I've never played The Walking Dead. I want to pull up a list of games that they have and see, um, see exactly what what all they made. It, so, it, so I mean, their thing was like The Walking Dead. That was like their 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 claim to fame. Oh, they've um, made the Minecraft story mode. Yeah, well, right. that's what they're trying to. That's what allegedly they're trying to finish up. Gotcha. Uh, before they close their doors. But there's here's the thing that we haven't really mentioned yet. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of people who are uh, upset at this, and I'm talking about more the employees. Like they were saying, there one one of them was saying that they were up till three in the morning the following uh, the day before they got laid off, and he was one of the ones laid off. Um, which that just sucks. Um, yeah. Um, there's I'm, a lot I'm of reasons. I'm looking at their uh, list of games. There's not necessarily one I played, so I, I would have to say, I would have to say, Telltale Games is uh, not necessarily a gaming company I'm familiar with in terms of playing their games. Right. I just remember, like, though. I just remember, I would, I got a, a couple Xbox watches, like, hey, here's episode one of The Walking Dead for free, you know, with the gold or whatever. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of controversy around it um, because apparently they're not getting severance pay, and there's a lot of, I think there's already lawsuits now. Um, so it, it kind of sucks. Um, I, I I hope that another studio, uh, some indie studio, can can kind of do something similar to what they have done. Uh, maybe you know, since they're kind of looking for buyers for for episode three and four of The Walking Dead, which I'm sure is going to even get more players now because of all the buzz that they're getting, because there's no such thing as bad publicity in this world anymore. Um, yeah, really. <laughs> so I'm sure it'll get more players. So whoever uh, whoever provides the funding, if it's another company or something like that, then they may even just take it over in some way and be able to continue some of the series that Telltale were planning on doing. Uh, but to keep an eye on it, uh, I'm just speculating at this point, so you know, don't take my my words to heart. But um, you know, just it, there's a lot a lot of stuff going on, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how this all goes down in in the uh, the coming weeks. So yeah, there's that. Yep. Uh, like I said, I mean, I never got hands on with their games, but I know a lot of people like the Walking Dead um, <clears throat> series. So, right. Uh, I, the big, uh, you know, what's I don't know what this says about me, but the, just the big thing I took away from that article was the whole severance thing. Like, I really, uh, like, that is just such a shitty situation. It looks like, but yeah, and you know, it's obvious. It's obvious that a lot of the devs had some passion for writing these stories. Like, they were they were basically storytellers. I mean, they were making yeah. a game based around a story. I mean, that's got to be the most, you know, fun thing. I mean, you know, it, it's a creative process just to make a game, but be able to make a game based around like a, an in depth and and. Uh, great drama story like that's that that's got to be that's got to be very fulfilling creatively that's yeah yeah for sure uh next we're going to talk about well it's just kind of an acknowledgement honestly uh fortnite um you know i think it was back in july had like their one their it was like a birthday thing they were doing back then but technically uh the game that was the save one, the world mode yeah that was the save the world mode the battle royale portion of it uh, is now one year old today. Uh, today, um, which is the well, 
when we're, we're recording. Uh, yeah. You know what? We You just added that in there, and that just reminded me. So we were supposed to record, by, or we were planning on recording the podcast on my birthday, and now I'm pissed because I was so prepared to come on just hammered. And I just yeah. forgot about that, and now I'm kind of sad. <laughs> so his birthday was gonna be this Friday, so we were gonna. He was gonna be hammered, and then he was. We were also gonna talk about season six for uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. We, we probably would have gotten hands on at this point. Yeah, because it's supposed to release Thursday. Um, so maybe that's something we talk about next show. Uh, because right. as of right now with Fortnite, like nothing has been like they're they're putting out a bunch of teasers, but nobody really knows what's going on. Right. Uh, so yeah, um, the only thing is uh, Cube, who they've called Kevin, which I think is hilarious, yeah. um, melting in Loot Lake and why making is that Loot Lake... everything that's like, uh, like everything that doesn't have a name and then his name is Kevin. Like, um, the thing that came to mind for me was Up, and I'm trying to th- like that movie when that came out. Like they have like there's a bird named Kevin. Like it's such a random name. Like why? <laughs> so uh, okay, so I I, I have no confirmation but the first thing i think of online when it comes to kevin there's a infamous reddit thread uh of, of this teacher basically so it was an ask reddit thread someone asked something like oh um what was it it was like the, what what's the what's uh what's a story that you have that no one would believe or something like that or like what's it what's a person that you know that you can't believe that they're real or something like that so this teacher comes in and he's like, uh, goes on this long thing about a former student of his who he called Kevin. I'm not sure if that's his real name. So you guys got to go read it out. I might link it later. But it's so funny. He goes on this long thing about stupid things. He's like, he used to eat crayons or whatever. And like that, the fact that his, <laughs> like, and this is like, like high school or middle school or something like that. And it was also like, oh, his parents showed up to the wrong school twice to pick him up. So <laughs> what? Yeah, so you, I will link this later, or I'll read it to you guys. It's freaking hilarious. Um, this was years ago when this happened, and it's kind of became like an infamous Reddit joke. Like you'll see comments like "fucking Kevin" like randomly. <laughs> that's what it's referring to. Um, that's the only thing that came to mind for me. But I don't know why they called it Kevin. I really don't know. Again, I'm not too in depth with Fortnite lore, so I have no idea. But yeah, uh, that's I the mean, first thing I thought of. Uh, what I so you know they've been doing um, this whole cube thing the whole season and and people have had a lot of speculation uh, but like I don't want to report on anything yet because at this point it is speculation like Fortnite's doing a really good job of keeping things um, under wraps I guess uh, because uh, I mean we're looking at a release date for tomorrow and not like. I'm not even talking about like specifics. Like nobody has like a like a general idea of what direction the season is heading. Uh, so it I seems mean, like. So I real quick, I, I just found the Reddit thread. Uh, okay. Just like so, it's four years old, and somebody he, the the guy who posted it got twelve gold out of this. Which if you know anything about Reddit gold, that's ridiculous. Uh, my favorite line. So he posts like the question originally was, "Who's the dumbest person you've ever met?" Okay, I thought it was a little more detailed than that. But, <laughs> so, so he opens it with. It's not uncommon as a teacher to have students who are a bit behind the curve in certain aspects, but 99.99% of the time, they are keen on something. I thought this was the rule when I was teaching until I met Kevin. Kevin isn't his real name, but it doesn't matter because he can't spell it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So it goes through this whole thing. So I'll read a couple of the the things. I won't read all of them. You guys got to go find this Reddit thread. 
Kevin frequently forgot when and where class was. On more than one occasion, I had to retrieve him from other classrooms. Kevin ate an entire 24 pack of crayons, puke, <laughs> and then did it again the next day. This is this is ninth grade, and I have no idea where he got the crayons. <laughs> Kevin's dad wrote tuition checks and mailed them to me, his English teacher. This was a public school, and when I gave it back to Kevin, voided to give his dad with a brief note explaining that this is a public school, Kevin got in trouble for trying to spend it at 7-Eleven after school. Kevin, Kevin was removed from the culinary arts program after leaving a cutting board on the gas stove and starting a fire twice. <laughs> wow. Ke Kevin uh, threw his lunch at the school resource officer and tried to run away. He ran to a door and insisted it wasn't him. Okay. Kevin oh tased himself God. in the neck before a football game. <laughs> yeah, people have too much time on their hands. Man. Kevin says the N-word a lot. Kevin was white. The high school was 84% black. Kevin got beat up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Jesus Christ Kevin spit on a girl and said you should get out of those wet clothes The girl was the Spanish student teacher <laughs> Oh Kevin, my god Jeez, Kevin, so, so, and then, uh, so I, I won't read the rest of it But uh Oh wait the last one's my favorite Kevin's grandfather apparently died in a chainsaw accident I can only, assu I can only assume God was looking the other way that day <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. So my favorite comment to that post is I'm torn between this cannot be real and you can't make this shit up. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I sound like this guy has too much time on his hands for like yeah, giving but, this whole story. But uh, hey man, maybe it's never know. Yeah. It's I, true. But yeah, we we yeah, so we we uh we gotta move on, but go find that writer thread. That was the first thing I thought of when I heard that the cube was in Kevin. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to move on to some sports now, uh, a sport we have never talked about on the show, um, because, quite frankly, I love golf, but it's boring as hell to watch. Uh, but you couldn't miss this. Uh, Tiger Woods uh, wins the Tour champ Championship um, for his first win in five years and his 80th overall PGA Tour win. And it was honestly a pretty cool scene seeing him uh, as people were going down to the 18th green, uh, just like basically swarming down there to see, uh, you know, Tiger. Uh, he finished uh, the whole event um, uh, shooting uh, 11 under, uh, and he was one over, I believe, uh, on Sunday. But it was good enough to get the, the dub. Uh it's crazy to see because you know what I, so like I, um, you know, I said it's boring as hell to watch, but I love tuning into the big, like the masters is always one of my favorite things to watch, mm -hmm. uh, for golf. Uh, it's just hard for me to watch these smaller events, but you know, t you know, I was growing up, I feel like this was the same thing for everybody. Like if you were a golf fan, you were watching tiger because he was, you know, the greatest, uh, and you know, the he uh he obviously had some things happen in his personal life and uh you know Just that was things. unfortunate and I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, it was uh, quite unfortunate all those I highly, drugs. <laughs> I highly recommend uh to go find the SNL skit uh, of Tiger Woods oh my uh, god right after that happened yeah uh, I remember that where it's basically Keenan Thompson playing Tiger Woods and he walks in with a uh, a golf club through his head and <laughs> yeah. and he's uh, reading an apology and was with his uh, quote unquote wife uh, standing standing next to him and on the back of the pages he's reading it says like help <laughs> going to kill me. 
Go watch it. It's really funny. Uh, I remember that. Then SNL is such a fucking classic for everything. Uh, oh, yeah. But no. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was like the, the guy to watch. So it is nice to see him. And then also, you know, he, he's was he's been battling injuries, which he's mm-hmm. been battling back injuries, which I can't even imagine playing golf with uh, at a competitive le- level. That is with uh, with the problems he's had. Um, I feel like it's hard enough to swing a club and he's out here uh now getting a dub so it's awesome um you know i i i'm still a big tiger fan i know he's done some stuff uh obviously we i'm not even gonna get into it but uh yeah i mean he's he's he was always great on the course and that's where i kind of that's where i seen him and i'll remember him for so it was nice to have a when i feel like i'm I have like he's retiring he's not he's just no. <laughs> he just won and it's nice to see uh, next, uh, something I'll just touch on. Cause I know you guys probably don't know too much about it, but Luca, Mod- Mo- Luca Modric, uh, wins. Yeah. You obviously know what you're talking about. Yeah, goddamn uh, he won FIFA's the best award, which is basically the best player in the world for the year. He'd probably um, rather have the world cup win though. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like, you know, this guy literally carried Croatia on, on his back to, to the final, uh, Unfortunately, it wasn't enough for him. But uh, I remember uh, the the goal. I'm trying to think who they played now, but it was in the group stage. It might have been. Oh, I think it was against Argentina. Uh, his goal from outside the box uh, was just beautiful. Nasty. Uh, so I mean, I like. I I always like Luka Modric. He's uh he plays for Real Madrid, which I don't like them. But um yeah, I mean he's he's a quality player. Uh, had a good really good World Cup. Um, you know, nobody had Croatia getting to the final, and there they were, and one of the main reasons was him. Uh, and the interesting thing about this, uh, him winning, is it actually breaks a streak of many years of, basically, it was just a war between Ronaldo, Ronaldo and Messi. Uh, it was just back and forth they were going, and it's been going on for years. Like, nobody else has won the award, so finally somebody else won it. Um, and also... Just a quick note, uh, it's called FIFA's the best award now, but they've changed the name like 15,000 times. So, uh, you know, it, was, it used to be called the Ballon d'Or. Uh, there was like a name before that. So it's all the same thing. It's just the best player from the year. But I wanted to touch on that because, like I said, it is interesting. It's always so a... I heard that Messi voted for Ronaldo. Oh, really? Ronaldo did not vote for Messi. Uh, I mean, to be Ooh. fair, to, to be fair to him though, like I don't think Messi, like had um, he I don't think he should have won this year. Like uh, to me, it, it should have been yeah. between. Uh, uh, I don't know much about the season. I just wanted to bring that up. No, no, no. I, like so, I'm just gonna say for the soccer fans out there, like my thing. So, uh, it would have been like for me, like three would have been Ronaldo, Modric, and then um the other guy um. Who's con- he's eighteen? Kylian Mbappe. He's a French. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's basically one of the guys that got them that uh, World Cup. Um, it was between them. I mean, look. I mean, I love. I I used to be one. So it's always this argument about Messi or Ronaldo, and I used to be like a big Messi guy, but it's you can't you can't discount the greatness of Cristiano Ronaldo on what he's done. This this is a topic for another time because I can go on a lot about this, but uh, 
but yeah, I just like I said, I just thought it was interesting. I I, I wanted. I'm trying to look now to see how long the streak was, but I want to say it was like five or six years of it was just them two winning the award. So uh, interesting there. Uh, next, we're gonna move on to a topic that is very close to Bobby's heart. Uh, we touched on them earlier. The Flyers uh, have introduced a new mascot, Jesus and. I know. Like we said, we talked about him earlier. If you haven't seen him, you need to look him up. Uh, he's a Sesame Street reject. Uh, his name is Gritty, and and he's just a he's just a fun loving guy, right? Yeah, you'd want him in your house for four thousand a month. <laughs> just think, like someone like drew like drew that idea up, and oh, it, I, and it was approved. Yep, yep. So let me let me break this down for you, all right? So there was a so it started off with a group of people. Probably like you know, thinking of an. We need a mascot. The Flyers are one of the teams in the league that don't have a mascot. We need a mascot, right? Somebody put this idea out there, and then it was approved by a whole group of people yeah. that this guy is going to be the 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 mascot for the Flyers. Makes yeah. sense. Smallest looking motherfucker. So, <laughs> I mean. To be fair, like he looks like a lot of homeless people in Philly. So uh, I mean, wow! Oh, <laughs> holy! Shot fired. Okay, well, even you know, the homeless people there. Jesus. I, I mean, I'm not trashing the homeless people, but I'm trashing the fact that they made this guy look like a homeless guy, <laughs> and he's the official mascot of the Flyers. He's a drunk I, homeless guy, I'm which I guess suits Philly. Okay, <laughs> so if I could hop in on this one here. Uh, Bobby, Bobby's not happy. No, well, all right, hold on, hold on. All right, time out. So I just want to say, I was in class when he was announced, right? So I know the Flyers released like a teaser video. I haven't even watched it yet. Don't. That's why I know what the, well, no, no, no. I know what the surprise is. It was something about like somebody causing ruckus in the office, your typical kind of skit thing. And they'll, and they'll tell you tomorrow who it's going to be. And it, it, holy shit, it's this orange monster thing name we call him gritty and <laughs> i i was in class and i was just like who in the hell is <laughs> like all right yes he is extremely ugly <laughs> I, I am i am aware of this i like the idea of a mascot uh my thought process was just bring back Flex, please, dear God. If anybody doesn't know who Flex is, he was the best Philly hockey mascot ever, and you can fight me on that one. Like, I slab shot doesn't even compare to him. Like, yeah, Philly, it, it's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, so Flex was for the uh, <clears throat> then Philadelphia Phantoms mascot before uh, they moved to Lehigh Valley. Um, and now they have Melvin, which he's ugly too, but whatever. Well, I, I, let me, I was going to say, I, it's got to be the same. Melvin's got to be the same. Like whoever created Melvin definitely created this guy, and maybe the well, Philly fanatic. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I mean, they are. They, I, I, I think part of this was because of the other two mascots. Absolutely. Like, there's not like they wanted them all to match, so that one, you know, because they'll they'll all get together for something, right? So, like, either either it's a hockey game or on on at the bank yeah. for a Phillies game, like they'll do something mascot related where they're all there, and they all gotta look the same, right? Because Philly sports and solidarity and stuff. The only one who looked out of place <laughs> now is literally the Eagle. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't mean, even know. I don't know his name, but yeah, I, was I don't know his name either. Yeah. But like, you know, so here's the thing, though, and here's what was funny about this. I said from the get go when I was talking, was I talking to you about this, Tyler? Like that day, what was it? You? That I was I talking don't know. To? What are you? What are you going to talk about? I'm well, sure. I was <laughs> I was talking to somebody, and I was basically saying, look, 
so you know, I obviously follow Philly Twitter, basically all the beat writers and everybody Flyers related and everybody from the area and the San Yard thing. And it's like everybody hated it immediately. That was the immediate reaction, and Twitter had a goddamn field day. Like I've never seen the fly <laughs> I haven't seen the Flyers in national news in a while. Like Time magazine did a piece on the mascot. Like, when in the hell do you ever see that? And uh so they hated it, right? And then he made his debut at a preseason game where he oh my freaking god. Okay. So he he uh his main thing was that he fell on the ice. He was on the ice shooting t-shirts and he just wiped out like in the worst <laughs> possible way. Like literally feet overhead going backwards, like and wiped ended, out. ended the classic thing where he just like then was like, Oh, I'm gonna make a snow angel now because I fell. Like yep. the classic, like oh I didn't I didn't mean to fall. I didn't do that. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh when they were shooting t-shirts. Uh, he shot one of the uh, the other cannon shooters in the back. That was funny, and you know he was in the crowd and everything like that. So and here was here was when the shift happened, right? Here was when the shift happened. What I, what I said from the get go, like people are gonna hate it now, but I swear to God, as soon as other people start seeing the thing that are not Flyers fans, we're gonna defend him like he's our blood brother. Like, and I and I knew it, and that's exactly what happened. People are like, okay, we actually kind of like him, uh, yeah. because he's just outrageous enough that he belongs. And that and that's what it is. Uh, I I mean I'm not gonna hate the guy. I mean, he comes up to me at a game when I go eventually. I'm gonna give him a high five. You crazy? And I might even buy, I might even. And here's the thing. So my my roommate asked me, he's not really a sports guy, and he's like, so why do they have a new mascot? I'm like, well, they want to make money. They're gonna sell plushies and shirts and and other and charity event stuff and everything, right? So the kids are gonna love him, right? Even though he's the he's the face of nightmares. I am not letting my <laughs> kids fucking a hundred meters near that guy. Uh, no dude, chance. Like a San Jose fan, why would you? But it's I like mean, that's true. I, so it, it's 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 funny. So uh, my favorite take on it was from uh, a beat writer who uh, God, I'm forgetting his name now, and he's he works for Broad Street Hockey. Um, he uh, are you talking about Tim? Whatever? No, okay. no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> forgetting his name now i'm sorry if i forget your name so he uh he basically says like you know what I, the the adult fan base is gonna hate this mascot no matter what so i'm glad the flyers were like you know what let's just go full out with it let's just make it as nightmares spot that was probably my favorite take and maybe turn like you know what he's got a he's got a bit of a point there um so there's that and then you know he, the, the the meth head jokes came out and then th- that turned uh Eerie because of the story that came out today about uh Fire Spire Yorio Terra, who's still fighting for a spot on, as the fourth line center. Uh apparently being a suspect in a uh cocaine ring bust in Finland. Uh <laughs> so the jokes were that Yorio Terra is giving Gritty the meth, which I think is hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean I would agree. Um You know what we need to do though? Brenda, you'll kind of get this joke because I, I'm serious when I say this. We need to get a side by side of Gritty and Justin Turner from the Dodgers. They, <laughs> I think they look exactly the same. Like the beard is is the same. Uh, it's uh, God. No, you, you're you're absolutely right. That's but, that's hilarious. But yeah, like I, uh, you know, Yuri Latera. I don't know, man. Yeah, I. So I mean, he wasn't arrested, so he has not been arrested yet. But apparently, the the cocaine they had, which was apparently worth like I don't know, like six hundred thousand U.S. dollars, with the amount that they had, they had a lot. And uh, apparently, 
he was not arrested for it, but it was like at his like cottage or something, or like his cabin, like his uh, like on the lake or something in Finland. I don't know. Yeah. And so he's a suspect. He hasn't been arrested, but he was definitely questioned by Finland. And this is out of the Finland article. Uh, nothing uh, more on that at the moment, but that's the idea. So. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. Of course, that came out right after they released the, the thing about the or put I know. Out about the mascot. It's kind of going to be better. I know. Like I, I saw, so I saw a couple. I saw a couple tweets where uh, it was like, like, just I just saw Yuri Letera, which why would I be seeing his name other than announcing for lineups or something like that? And it's like, oh, uh, oh, that happened. Okay, and then all the greedy jokes. Came. So, yeah, but yeah, we can move on. Uh, next, uh, I mean, good news for hockey here. Uh, the Seattle, uh, I believe it's the Seattle Council, I don't know, Seattle fucking whatever, Council approved uh, plans for a $700 million uh, renovations for the potential new, uh, I mean, it, they're going to be a team, the Seattle hockey team. Uh, for renovating Key Arena. Um, the plans were approved. Uh, Bobby was just mentioning earlier, they're going to have a vote um, essentially in December about, uh, excuse me, about um, the team actually, you know, it being fully approved. It's going to be interesting with the lockout, which uh, I'm already planning, uh, or the potential lockout, I should say. Uh, I'm, we're, I'm already planning about making this a topic uh, at some point because uh, it's a big thing, especially with me and Bobby having uh, the information we do with the N or you know, our, our interest, I should say, with the NHL. So, but uh, it's interesting, you know, Key Arena, uh, I I'm that was uh, where the Supersonics played, right? I believe so, at least. Is that what it was, Key Arena? Um, I, I thought it I mean, maybe I... Th it is, I it is, but, like, obviously they moved because Key Arena was ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, because, oh, and also another note I wanted to make. So, with this renovation, Seattle's looking for an NBA... The, the, our, the owners uh, are also yeah, looking yeah. for an NBA team. Uh, yeah. NBA hasn't announced anything for expansion yet, but uh, it's very much believed that... Uh, they may go back to Seattle at some point in the future, and the owners are definitely interested. In Seattle definitely wants it, and I don't blame them. If they're going to build, you know, if they're going to renovate the arena this much, I'm sure they won the NBA team. Yeah, I, I'm I, at this point though. I'm starting to like believe less and less. Like they were supposed to get an NBA team, like you know, years ago. Yeah, but now that they have the funds to make a new arena, because like I mean, we've seen <laughs> it all over the country. Like a lot of the hockey arenas are also, you know. It's a multi-sport, uh, multi-sport facility, so they do basketball with it too. Like, I feel like you'd almost have to take advantage of it. Um, well, that, that that's that's a good point though, because like if Seattle does end up getting an NBA team, it means they're probably going to have to add an Eastern team as well at some point. Yeah, I think. I, so, I mean, the the NHL is in balance right now because they have thirty-one teams, so they they already. I mean, they're looking to expand anyway, but for NBA, it would be interesting because, um, you know, it's all it's all about geography too, right? Uh, you can't have too many teams on one side and then not enough on the other, so it would be interesting. But I think they'll just try to push it for the simple fact of okay, we're getting a new arena. There's a lot of money to be made here. Uh, we can get another sport in here, so let's try to do it. Um, it's all, it's also worth yeah. noting that it's not public money anymore. It's, yeah, yeah. Right, which was, I think, part of what was holding this renovation and all this kind of stuff back was that it's not, 
local government saying, okay, we're going to use taxpayer dollars to pay for this. No, it was, it's a group of investors who are paying this $700 million reservation, uh, renovation, sorry. Um, so that's part of it. So, um, that's the big thing. So now, now everything's moving a lot quicker and you'll start seeing, you know, news announced really, 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 really quickly now. So, yeah. um, I mean, it's, it's all but confirmed about, I, it, it will get approved. Seattle is going to be a hockey team. Again, it's just going to be timing. Um, uh, the lockout pending, you know, when it's going to be, but, uh, we should be seeing them soon. Uh, mm-hmm. and then who knows, maybe a basketball team. Uh, college football news here. Uh, Clemson, uh, I think they're the third ranked team in the country right now. Uh, having some breaking news. Uh, so Trevor Lawrence, uh, one of the top recruits this year, a QB. Um, he's been named the starting QB. Uh, and immediately after, the next day, uh, Kelly Bryant, uh, is practice for an undisclosed reason, of course. Uh, and now he's requesting a transfer, uh, which is interesting cause since he's in his senior year. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence is a one of the top recruits, freshman. It was going to be a battle between him and and Kelly Bryant at the beginning of the year to see who was going to win the job. Ultimately, they're now going with Lawrence, who uh, I'm actually really high on. Uh, I think he has a chance to be. Uh, I I know this is, you know he's only in college now, but he has a chance to be like. A really good quarterback in the NFL. Um, he's got a hell of a, hell of an arm, um, and uh, I, like I said, he was one of the top. I think he was the top quarterback recruit uh, this year. So uh, a lot of people are ripping Kelly Bryant though, saying he doesn't have a backbone uh, for this. <laughs> uh, immediately leaving after uh, this, he was named the starter. But the thing that doesn't make sense to me is like. They were splitting time anyway, the first three games. So, like, I don't know why. I mean, now I guess, you know, they're naming him the starter outright. Maybe they're not going to play him as much. But I feel like Bryant would still be getting at least a little bit of playing time. I mean, I know he's probably doing this, you know, for – I mean, he's definitely doing this for his future so he can get more playing time and and put himself out there. But, um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence starting QB. Starting QB now for Clemson, and uh, we'll see how that goes because they are definitely a, a, a title contender. Uh, now moving on to some quarterbacks that were in college last year, now in the NFL, and now will be starting for week four. Baker Mayfield uh, coming in for the Thursday night game last week and getting the Browns their first win in, what, like? Big shout out. Two years? I don't, it was crazy, man. It, it's unbelievable. Baker <laughs> like, Mayfield is a bad man. <laughs> yeah, like I, I said this before. Um, Baker, I wanted the Broncos to take him at five. Like you know, there was a big rumor. Now, I also didn't think he was going to go one uh, at the time, but he did. And uh, he's a guy I feel like that's going to be really good in the league. Like. Um, he was getting a lot of Johnny Manziel comparisons when he came out, which, I mean, take it however you want. But, I mean, he looks good. He's He's got the right mindset, it looks like. Um, you know, I'm going to refer to it again. But uh, the hard knocks, he was on hard knocks this year. He just, he seems, I, I was one of those guys that I, I kind of thought he was a little bit of a college douchebag, but he was young. He's growing up. Uh, you know, I think uh, he has a chance to be really good in this league. And 
The one that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me is Josh Rosen starting in week four. Now, I understand that Sam Bradford has looked like he's throwing with the opposite hand that he how he's been playing. Uh, he's been that bad. But, you know, Josh Rosen comes in at the end of the game last week against the Bears. Uh, they need a pick-me-up. They're down by, I think, one or two, uh, four minutes left in the game. Josh Rosen, you're in. What does he do? He comes in and throws two picks. And now they rewarded him with throwing two picks by giving him a starting job next week. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, I mean, I'm, you know, we play a fantasy league together. Me, Bobby, and Brendy, daily fantasy league. Uh, I'm already letting you know a secret this week. I'm probably target. I don't even know who the the uh, Cardinals play this week. I'm probably starting their defense uh, because I. Josh Rosen has a chance to throw like 16 picks. Uh, yeah. Little Nate, um, Nathan Peterman over there. <laughs> More quarterback news. This one is actually kind of sad. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, tore his ACL last week against the Chiefs on a non. It was non-contact, and that's never good. Uh, you know, he went down grabbing his knee, and right away, I think the assumption was a torn ACL. Uh, has an MRI uh, Monday, and that confirms a torn ACL, and that will put him out for the season. Uh, they that's, now go ahead. I was going to say that's that's basically exactly what happened to uh, Ricardo Allen with the Falcons too, non-contact yeah. injury and just torn ACL. I mean, if you go if you go down and there's like you know on a if you're cutting what she was doing, he was trying to make a cut up the sideline, and you go down like that, it's never good. Um, so he is he's out for the year. Now they turn to CJ Bethard again, who last year who? was CJ Bethard. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's it, the 49ers fans are so optimistic and it only took four, you know, three weeks. And now they're like, yep, we'll be getting a top five pick again. Um, yep. It's unfortunate. I, I like Jimmy G. Now, I think there's a lot of hype over him last year because he came in and didn't lose a game with the 49ers. Uh, he's looked good. I, I don't even know. I mean, he's looked okay this year. Um, I mean, he's also not getting a lot of help from the rest of his team. But, um, you know, he's he's their guy there, and now he's going to miss the year. Hopefully he comes back stronger. I want to see him do good. You know, like, I was thinking about this last night um, that, you know, like, except for the, the few years they had Kaepernick, like, the 49ers in my lifetime have always been like not a good team. And look, I know before me, they were a great team, but like I, that kind of got me into a thing like about all the teams and all the sports that have been just terrible. Like they, it feels like they've been re- rebuilding my whole life. And uh, I mean, then of course I went right to the Browns and I'm like, damn, the Browns have really been bad. Their whole, their whole, since their franchise has been in existence. It's crazy to think about. Basically, since they've been reinstalled, you know, um, after their move to Baltimore, like when they were reinstalled, they just literally, they made the playoffs once, maybe? Yeah, I think it it was one time. They went like 10 and 6 or something like that and snuck in. But And then, like, hockey, like, I feel like... Yeah, the two was in 2002. That's the last time they made the playoffs as well. So the uh, Coyotes like had one year, and in the NHL I'm talking now, the Coyotes had like one year where they made the playoffs, but other than that, they've been bad. Um, and Aren't the Coyotes like in like major debt? 
Yeah. Uh, there is a lot with Arizona right yeah. now, man. Um, Moving I mean, to Atlanta. No, I mean, they won't problems. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you don't want that team, trust me. Um, <laughs> I don't care if we scrap the whole team. I just want a fucking NHL team, man. I mean, we could talk I, about moving franchises at some point, but I, as much as Arizona keeps talking about getting moved, it's not going to happen that quick. Um, yeah, I mean, the, really the big place would be Quebec City. Yep, uh, has always That's, been. That is like the biggest. Like NHL is like drooling over getting a team back in Quebec again. Um, well, the fans are. The NHL is like, uh, we'll see. No, I well, I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, I feel like they know that it's kind of a money market, but I'm sure there's logistics there. Like, I don't know what the arena situation is over there or whatever, but I'm sure they have a place to play. Um, but I, I it, it'll be interesting. So it, I, we could again, we'll talk about this later. But um, you know, it'll be Arizona or it could be Florida. Um, Florida's not going to go away tomorrow, though. They're on lease for a long time, so, um, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I love how we get so off track. I, I... <laughs> you know what? You know what? It makes for good discussion, though. That's yeah, kind of the beauty I'm of like this. Jimmy G, and now we're talking about fucking the Coyotes moving the, to Quebec City. Right. Um, and then our last story, our last quick pick, I should say, before we get into our big stories, is uh, Le'Veon Bell is the saga continues, and I think it was reported by Adam Schefter uh, before the games week three that uh, they are now. I, I find this hard to believe that it's coming in now. I think they've been shopping him since week one, but um, the Steelers are officially shopping him, looking for trade offers now. In order for him to get signed. Um, they need to actually sign him to the franchise tag so they can move him because he can't be moved unless he is signed to that. Um, there's some stipulation there. So it'll be interesting. Uh, the The big rumor that I've been seeing is uh, Le'Veon to the Jets uh, because they have a lot of cap space. Uh, they need uh, – I mean, they could use uh, a all-star running back to, to play in, you know, with uh, Sam Darnold. Um, that's been a big landing spot. Other teams uh, have been the 49ers uh, that they've been rumored. That might be interesting now with the Garoppolo situation. If they want to, you know, spend that, um, you know, go out there and do that now that their season is essentially lost. Uh, So it's crazy. I mean, (laughs) you know, um, fan. We always talk about fantasy owners. Uh, Bobby, your dad has first, you know, hand experience with this. Takes him yep. with the fifth overall pick because, you know, if this wasn't happening, Le'Veon is like a, probably you know a one or two pick in fantasy in our league. Or, well, not our. I say our league in your league. I was yes. just drafting for you. Uh, we he slid the five and look at him now. I mean, it's a a guy who's not even playing uh, and probably I, I don't see him playing anytime soon, which is crazy to think about because like before the season starts, like there's no way he misses time. There's no way. Right. Like, yeah. Where we at now. Like, so I, so just for context, my, my dad has been in the fantasy league for, you know, like 15 years or something like that. He's been in this league. Uh, one of the teams was not playing this year. So I filled in and got my own team. And this is my inaugural season. And I actually ended up getting the first overall pick. Uh, I couldn't make the draft though because uh, they were all meeting up back in Jersey. Um, I'm in Maryland for school, um, and I was during a night where I had night classes here, um, so I couldn't make it. So I basically um, just bas- I had Tyler draft for me, um, you know, since he's back in Jersey and he's able to just sign into my account or whatever. Uh, but I was, you know, I still gave him who I wanted for first overall pick, and it was between Todd Gurley 
and Le'Veon Bell. David Johnson was in there too, but I was like, ah, I'm really not a believer. Um, well, it's it wasn't. I think it's um, it's not. It's only half point PPR. It's not PPR. What's the league? It's again? standard. It's called standard. Yeah, yeah, standard. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's not PPR. So you're not talking about receptions. You're talking about guys are going to score touchdowns and 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 whatever. So. Um, here's the thing, though. When I was making the decision between Gurley and Le'Veon Bell, I was convinced he was not going to miss time, too. And so I wasn't even considering the um, the whole contract scenario. The only reason I chose Todd Gurley was that I knew that the Steelers still have been throwing to Antonio Brown. And although uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell you know, is going to get the touchdowns when he, when he plays and, and whatever, and he's going to be a high scorer and everything, I knew the Rams were going to rely heavily on Todd Gurley, and I've been proven right so far. So, yeah. and, and, and as you know, and, and it's obvious, you know, obviously the Steelers are suffering without Bell. So even Bell would have been a good pick, even if he didn't have all these contract problems. It's, you know, I just didn't think he was going to miss time. And now what? We're at week four, and and yep. he, and he's still not here. And there's and no it, sign as to when yeah, he's coming back yet. I was going to say, it's not, I don't think. Like I heard a lot of people saying, like I, I, I'm not so I'm not familiar with the whole stipulations with contracts and stuff like that. But people were saying he wasn't going to come back to week ten or eleven because there's some thing in there where I, I don't know. It's like I, I guess if he came back that late, it would help him in contract talks. I, I honestly don't know. But the point I was trying to make there is that you know it could be we could be in for a long run and. And Le'Veon fantasy owners, that, that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. So um, <laughs> we uh, we'll have to see. I, it's that's a shame too, because I actually like Le'Veon, but he's just trying to get his money, and he's and he's uh, not getting, and the Steelers are not paying him what he wants. So, um, and you know we've seen the uh, the Steelers. I I haven't seen the Steelers start off with a record like they have now in a while. So it's weird to see, but. Uh, we will. I digress. We will move on to our our big stories here. Uh, this one, I, I, this one came out today, right? Or maybe I'm bugging, but yes, yeah, it came out today. Okay, so uh, this is actually huge news. Uh, PS4. Um, I, it's you know we were talking about this in an earlier podcast about how they're like you know we're the best system. We're not going cross platform. Well, they uh, that's. That was just a straight up lie, uh, because uh, PS4 is essentially testing cross-platform. Um, Fortnite will be the beta test uh, for that, uh, and I will hand it over to Bobby, who just has some of the the uh, I guess the statement from Sony about this. Okay, so um, so just some clarification. So for those who may not be familiar with the situation, so I'm sorry he, I didn't explain that well. I I'm not gonna lie. I just I haven't read much of this. No, that's why. <laughs> no, you're fine. I just I don't want to provide some preface because it's it's not like PlayStation Four couldn't play with other people on other stuff, just not other consoles. So, um, so let's say me and you are playing on PC, Ty, mm-hmm. right? And let's say I don't know. Brendia, who I don't even think owns a PS4. Nope. Uh, oh, I mean, how about what? this? I, I I own a PS4. You and Brendia are playing, and I'm on PS4. All right, all right, there you fine, go. <laughs> fine. All right. So let's say let's say this. let's say me and Brendia are playing on PC, right? Let's say Tyler is playing on PS4. We can get in a party with him, but then let's say Zach, who owns an Xbox, wants to party up with the with the three of us. As long as Tyler's there playing on the PlayStation, he can't join. 
it literally says something along the lines of he's playing on a forbidden system. Yeah, it's, which <laughs> I think is just hilarious. It says exactly <laughs> that. Yeah, and that's all on P. And that's all on Sony. Xbox was so for this; they've been for this for a long time. And Sony, you know, we talked about this a while ago on another episode of the podcast about how Sony was like, "Yeah, no, we're not going to let cross-platform happen because we think we're the premier system." And it's like, I, I mean, that's debatable. I'm not going to get into this whole console wars bullshit. It's, it's, it, but to me, that was a very ignorant comment. Oh man, I was coming locked and loaded. You, you, <laughs> listen, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. You I, can I'm, do it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like. So here's what I was saying I think happened, right? I'll read their statements in a second here. What I think happened was, and, and Sony, I, and someone can tell me I'm wrong, but I got to think Sony gets a cut out of Fortnite sales, right? They, they got it. Like, it's even the, even the uh, Battle Pass stuff, right? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. But it would make sense, right? Because, like, nah, they, 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 they can allow... Well, because they can, they can tell Fortnite to go fuck themselves and be like, yeah, we're not going to host you on our servers and stuff like that. Screw that. And I mean that would be a bad decision they would be making, but yeah, I oh absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So I gotta assume they get a cut of something, right? And I gotta assume that they realize, okay, first of all, the public is extremely mad at us right now because this game is like the most popular game right now, right? And it's not gonna stop. And every other system is on the cross platform. Like Xbox can play with Switch and PC and everything else. Like even even Android and 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 iOS, you can play on cross platform. I think and. It was just Sony holding back because they were just trying to, to you know, die on that hill. But they realized, like, okay, we, we like money. And I'm sure we announced that cross-platform happens. We will get a lot more players than we already have. There's a ton of Sony players. It's just, uh, you know, I'm sure they're going to get a lot more now, right? Because then they can play with anybody. So then um, the big story of it is, so it's not just Fortnite. The story of it is, is that they're going to use this as their beta test and that they're going to open it up to more games. Which means we might start seeing the, the trend I have been waiting for for maybe 10 years now. And that we might just see games just get released on each platform, but all the servers are based on the developer and anybody can play with each other no matter what system they're on. Which I am all for, dude. Um, I am totally for it. So I'll read Sony's statement. So it was announced on Twitter earlier, like not even like two hours ago, I think. Um, so they said... Uh, we recognize uh, it's coming from GameSpot.com, uh, and this is from uh, John Kadera, uh, president of Sony Interactive. Um, we recognize the PS4 players have been eagerly awaiting an update, and we appreciate the community's continued patience. Yeah, th that's what you call patience. All right. All right. As we, as we have navigated through this issue to find a solution. What? You mean to get your head out of your own ass? Okay. Um, <laughs> We see the beta as an opportunity to conduct thorough testing that ensures cross-platform play is best on PlayStation while being mindful about the user experience from both a technical and social perspective. Yeah, mindful. All right. All right. Uh-huh. Listen, I'm not, I, maybe there was a technical issue, but if Xbox, Switch, and PC could all do it, I don't see how they, they, they couldn't. If they're trying to be this, this best console ever type thing, whatever. Um, PC Master Race. I'm a believer. I'm an Xbox and PC owner, but yeah, I the, a lot of the games like I play Rocket League on yeah, and, PC uh, Master Race. If you got 1500 to blow on that shit, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the part of it, right? So, but the, the argument is, uh, you buy a PC like a big PC, and you never have to upgrade consoles. I mean, the Xbox generations go for 10 years. No way a computer lasts that long, too. So I don't know if I buy that one anymore. The other part of it is, it's like okay, let's say you get a game on 360, right? You know, and obviously, I mean. You can't just straight up play it on the one unless they offer the backwards compatibility, right? But if you buy it on PC, 
you could play it forever. Like I still have a copy of Halo One, which when was that released? Like early two thousands, right? Yeah. I could still play that, and that was that was on the original. Back Xbox. when floppy disks were still a thing. Well, I don't even. Have, well, yeah. I mean, I have the CD-ROM, so I mean, I could just pop it in and play it at any point, and it'll never ever not work unless uh, every computer company in the world decides to go the Apple route and change what the faults are. But that's a whole another rant that I have <laughs> about Apple. But anyway, um. So uh, he went on to say, for 24 years, we have strived to deliver the best gaming experience to our fans by providing a uniquely PlayStation perspective. This is so funny to me. Today, the communities around some games have evolved to the point where cross-platform experiences add significant value to the players. It's not like we haven't been saying this for years or anything. I'm Man, just saying. What, what gave them the first clue? Gee, I don't know. God, this bugs me. In recognition of this, we have completed a thorough analysis of the business mechanics... Is Thorough analysis, it's common sense. Required to ensure the PlayStation experience for our users remains intact today in the future, but to open up the platform. Okay, so I'll say this. I get that they probably had to do some internal uh, managing, right, to kind of figure out if they could do it or whatever. And they also they also needed to figure out this, right? How can we, since it seems now with them getting on the board the, the, on board the cross-platform train, can they still make money and sell their console, right? So I'm sure... They're still trying to figure this out because to me, this sets a precedent for all future games, right? Like I, I have reason to believe, even though, you know, in an interview with David Vonderhari said the Black Ops 4 wasn't going to be cross-platform on release or anything, I I could see an update happening where it is. And especially with this announcement now, yeah. I, I, I don't see why that wouldn't happen, right? If so, not the next Call of Duty. Yeah, I, I, I'm putting in a bold prediction, a, a hot take, a piping hot take, if you will, that, you know. All future games, uh, starting, I, I gotta say, in the next year, will start being cross-platform on release. I, I gotta believe it, right? I hope and, they are. I, and me too, me too. Because here's the thing, um, I, 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 I like playing on Xbox. Don't get me wrong, and I, I like, uh, but I like PC, right? I mean, it, there's, there's a lot to it. It's a different feel, and it's a feel I thoroughly enjoy. I'm not knocking Xbox. I still play it. I play HL19 on it, and, and Rocket League, and whatever. But I've said that, you know, I have Rock League for both systems, right? And I think PC just feels so much better. Like, I feel slower on Xbox. And that's for, you know, many hardware reasons, right? But for the most part, I like being able to, you know, on the PC, I can, li- you know, just just the simple fact of me being able to listen to a YouTube yeah. video while playing a game. You know I, what I mean? I, I, do, I do that too, but uh, I have a confession to make. I, I play it with an Xbox controller. <laughs> no, yeah, oh. no. So what, what, Rock League, you mean, or...? Yeah, Rocket League. Yeah, oh, no, so do okay. I. Well, no, 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 no. You're supposed to. Play, the default, even the professional players play Rocket League with a controller. That you play, trying to play that on a keyboard is 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 atrocious. Um, <laughs> right. I, I have a friend here who who plays it with keyboard and mouse, and he swears by it. But no way. Um, yeah. So I, to me, this sets a present that I'm, I'm extremely excited for. Right. I mean, I know I know a few of you have some. I don't not, not me specifically, but a few of you have some friends on PlayStation Four who we've tried to play Fortnite with in the past, but we couldn't because we were playing at, with at the time Tyler, who uh, didn't get his PC yet. So uh, now we can start doing that, and I, I really, really, really think this is a good direction. I don't see any downsides. The only downside I see are maybe from a business perspective, where you know maybe the consoles won't sell as easily, right? I mean, to me, the the consoles like would sell better. Well, here's the thing. It, 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 it'll still sell as long as the each of the consoles still keep their exclusives, right? So yeah. PlayStation 4 just had the Spider-Man game get released, and it's good. Looks like everything. a great game, by the way. Right, and I can't get it because I don't own a PS4. And I, I mean, I'm, I mean, 
I, the game looks cool, but it's not something I'm, I really want to buy anyway. So, but people are buying PS4s just to play this game. So I think, okay, let the cross-platform thing happen for the multiplayer experience, right? Let it happen because it, it was going to go that way, especially with Microsoft, you know, be, being the primary uh, PC operating system and owning Xbox, right? So that was bound to happen. So let that happen. But then the consoles are still should be allowed to keep their exclusives then, which I'm sure they will, right? But what I like is that for the multiplayer games, which I play more multiplayer games than story games, and we were, when we were talking about the Telltale thing, I said that. Like, look, multiplayer is the big thing, right? It'll always be the big thing. Being able to connect with people, um, you know, the way we can is, is incredible. So now, right, like I've had friends who I would have loved to play video games with back in the day, but they always had PlayStation. And I always had Xboxes. The only PlayStation, the only two Playstations I had were PlayStation One and Two. <laughs> like, and then I was just at Xbox for three generations. I, I, I know I've said this before, but I'm just gonna say it again. PS2 is was the shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, no, no question I, in my mind. I still have mine hooked up, like yep. right now. <laughs> Dude, I have the original Xbox and the PlayStation Two still hooked up back at home in New Jersey. Like, it, it, it's good. And so also, Angel hits 2003. Shut up. Yeah, really. So, so the one thing like that kind of connects with us, right, is that with the Black Ops coming out, I mentioned to you guys, I was like, so Brendan, I know you're getting it on PC, and like, you know, I'm trying to figure out what platform I want to get it on because I would get it on PC. Uh, I should get it on PC to be honest mm -hmm. with you, but like, I'm more comfortable on Xbox. Right. Uh, but like, I also don't want to get it if if Brendan's the only person that gets it on PC and Bobby gets it on Xbox and hypothetically just say Zach gets it on Xbox or whatever, like I, I why can't that be cross platform? Like that, I feel like something like that, like that's why I want all games to be cross platform like that, especially the big games because, and I know there's logistics to it, but I'm just saying as like a, a fan of you know, those games, it's just so much easier when that's like cross platform to thing. Yeah, uh, it's not like the house. Like you know, I again, it's it's just it's so much simpler. <laughs> that's basically yeah. the big thing with it. And, and I'm not going to deny that there's no, you know, I I am not a game developer. I know next to nothing about doing it and running servers and stuff like that. I'm sure there were a lot of technical aspects that had to be figured out, right? But I don't know. Like I think we we we've come to the end of an era with the console wars, right? Like it was always for years, especially during the 360 and PS3. It was oh, Xbox is better, PlayStation is better. By the way, 360 was better. So, uh, you know, and, and then with the Xbox One on PS4, yeah, it happened, but then that's when PC Master Race basically started to build up. So then it was basically games were getting released for both, and it basically became, okay, PC is, is definitely the better system for a lot of reasons, and that can be debated all day long. I'm not going to do that. But all I'm saying is it doesn't look like it's, 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 it's a Xbox versus PlayStation or Switch anymore. Like... People, like, no one's arguing, like, oh, the Xbox is better than the Nintendo Switch. Like, the Nintendo Switch is its own type of thing, and it's amazing. Xbox is its own type of thing, it's amazing. PlayStation is its own type of thing, it's amazing. And, you know, I think we're just seeing now, like, it, it was always, okay, do you have this game on PC, or do you have it on console, and you're a pleb, right? Like, especially for games like, you know, I remember CSGO has been out for a while, but, you know, uh, Counter-Strike. Um, they released it for Xbox, and it completely flopped. Like, it, it, it just never happened. So you're starting to see a trend where it's more about the competitiveness of the game and what systems they're on instead of uh, just the consoles in general. And now with this crawl platform thing, that's all going to be a race now. It doesn't even matter what you're doing. 
You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, it, it's just not going to matter. It's now, okay, cool. You have this game. All right, let's party up and play. Let's go. Let's play right now. Let's play Fortnite. Let's play Call of Duty, whatever it is. Um, and I was talking about earlier about uh, Rocket League finally, you know, allowing Xbox and, I, for whatever reason, Xbox and PC be able to party together to play uh, competitive online mode. So I probably won't even touch uh, Xbox on, or uh, Rocket League on Xbox again after this. You know what I mean? Because I just like it better on PC. So I, people have the choice now, and, but at the same, you know, and they're not going to lose out on not being able to play their friends anymore. So I'm, 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 I'm rambling at this point, but I'm, I'm happy about this direction. It's something I've been asking for for a long time because to me, it just, it never made sense. People now can choose. So here's where I think this can be good, right? Um, now for the next generation of consoles, whatever that may be, and whenever that may be, now the hardware has to be focused on and the features have to be focused on. Instead of wondering what system you can play with your friends on the most, that won't matter anymore. So now I think it's forcing these companies to be able to make the best system and piece of hardware they possibly can without having to worry about this anymore, right? Yeah, sure. So I, I, I see no negatives here. I, I see none, absolutely zero. And I'm glad we're finally going on that path. I hope, I really hope, and I hope I'm not wrong. I, I, I stand by my prediction that within the next year or so, you're going to start seeing games come out by default, especially the, even the big franchise games like Call of Duty come out. Uh, as cross-platform, and I am here for it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm totally for it. I think the only thing that that uh, needs to be figured out is you know PC. You know, for Broccoli, for example, has uh, you know custom. You can do custom training maps on Xbox and PS4. You can't. So there needs to be a way you can still do the customization and modding type stuff on the consoles compared to the you know, the PC. I mean, you're not well, going to stop modding, right? I mean, it, it, games keep trying to stop it because they hate it being messed with, but that would be really the only distinction between games on PC versus games on console. Yeah, well, now, I mean, that, you know, you're talking about games coming out and, you know, in a, the next year and being cross-platform, like, that might be a thing now because now that PlayStation says, okay, well, we're up, like, you know, we can do this, you know, maybe the way games are worked on are different in terms of like mm. the games with the same feature. So it all can be cross platform. Like I'm sure rocket league was made. I mean, I, I also, I don't know. Cause I haven't, it was, it was released with cross platform capabilities. Right. right. Um, I don't know. I just think that PlayStation's kind of opening up and opening up the door for the whole community as a whole because that them actually saying like they were the stingy one and now they're like right. okay we're up for it yeah, uh well, that, that's that's good and i love part of it was like you know when when the whole sony they came out and they were sick to their guns you see xbox and nintendo switch twitter accounts saying like hey guys want to party up in fortnite <laughs> like the, i yeah. think sony finally realized like it's not cool to do this anymore like that's not the trend like the trend now is to make the best system you can and be able to play with anybody. That'll right. make us the money we need. But then now I'm excited for the next generation of the consoles. This could be years from now, like I said, because I feel like now the focus is going to be how good can the system run games? Can it can it be an entertainment experience? And the Xbox One was also advertised as you know your one stop hub for Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, stuff like that. Um, 
I think there's gonna be a lot more focus on that now. Not like there wasn't already, but now the whole factor of, okay, is everybody gonna buy a PlayStation and play this game with each other because or, or whatever, that's gone now. That's completely gone now. Yeah. Uh, that factor's not there. So I think a lot of it now is going to be, can they make the best system? Like just the best, you know, it, it's like it's like a $400 computer versus a $2,000 computer type of deal, right? Like, do they want the best of the best? And you got to make the best of the best. So I, that's the way I see it. I think this just open insane floodgates. Maybe I'm being totally too optimistic, but to me, the fact that Sony is willing to do this um, says something. Yeah, right. I, and, I totally agree. And once, you know, I mean, Fortnite at some point, will will go down in popularity at some point it, it, it won't die i don't think this game can ever die i mean in in a year's time of the battle royale being out they put ninja on the cover of espn magazine which is ridiculous not yeah. in a bad way but just in, it's just insane how quickly you're just from this game that's not even a, that just turned a year old today right um it, 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 it'll it be here. Strides fast, <laughs> right? And there will be other games that will do the same thing, right? Yeah. And you might start seeing some games return to computer. Like you might even see the NHL franchise come back to computer now. I would love for that. Reason, which I would, yeah. Um, that would be interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I know a lot of it. I mentioned the modding earlier. Is that EA doesn't like the modding? That's a lot of the reason why they're not there. So, you know, it's, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Um. As a gamer and as somebody who has multiple systems and ways of playing video games, I am extremely happy. Again, I see really no negatives coming out of this. Uh, it's gonna be, it's a good time for consumers right now. And it's going to be. Well, yeah, I was just about to say it's a good thing for consumers. I don't know how it fares with. I, I would. I mean, I can't imagine it would be a bad thing for the companies. I mean, like, like I, I said, the that... only thing that they're gonna be missing. And sorry to call you out. The only thing that they would be missing is that now it's. Uh, it would be it would be like I said earlier, where like everyone's gonna flock to one system so they can all play together type of thing. Yeah. That would be it. But I think they realize now that since other companies are going cross platform and they're still making the amount of money that they're making, especially through games like Fortnite, where there's a million and a half, uh, you know, in game purchases, and that's <laughs> underestimated. That's undervaluing that. Um, PlayStation's like, okay, we're really not gonna lose much out of this. And like I said, I think the thing that's still gonna keep the the the, the companies not afloat because they're not in, in bankruptcy trouble or anything, but the thing that's still going to make them a ton of profit is making the best system and convincing the consumers that that's the best system and the exclusive, right? People yeah. will buy the PlayStations to play that, to, to play Spider-Man. They oh, will do dude, it. I mean, one of the main reasons I got an Xbox, I mean, I did both, so I'm like right. saying, but like my, one of my favorite video game series is Forza uh, right. Motorsport and like it's Xbox exclusive and I get that for that. And on the flip side, actually, to further the point, I got a PlayStation Four for MLB The Show, like yeah. strictly, yeah. Like, that's, and, and that's why. That's what my other roommate did. So I, I mentioned all my roommates at this point. Jesus. So my <laughs> my my one roommate, he he Xbox player, but he wanted a baseball game because he's a big baseball fan. So he bought a PlayStation Four, <laughs> so he's able to play a baseball game because the one that's out for Xbox, which it's like baseball something, I forget what it's, it's called. It's yeah. trash. It's apparently right. trash. It's R I think the only game they have right now out is like RBI baseball or something. That's it. Yep, RBI about. baseball. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And it's apparently garbage. Yeah. So um so that's what he bought a PlayStation 4 for. That's all he has for the that's, PlayStation 4. That's basically me. <laughs> yeah. People will do it. 
So as long as the exclusives stay for each of the systems like they have, like Halo's always been on Xbox except for 1 and 2, I think, were on PC as well because I have one for PC. Uh, Forza for Xbox. Um, trying to think. Uh, PlayStation has Spider-Man, and they've had other games uh, that I, I can't think of at the moment. But like, yeah. as long as the exclusives are still a thing, which I don't see that dying at any point soon, uh, that's a, that's that those partnerships, those exclusive partnerships, help the developers a ton, like funding-wise. So those aren't going to go away, and that those will definitely help sell the systems, right? So I, I, I don't see losses here unless somebody wants to debate that and, and, and show me stats otherwise because I'll, I haven't I don't think I've mentioned a single statistic so far in my ramble. I'm just going off uh, what makes sense in my head. Um, I'd be willing to hear, right? I, I, I am not a business person. I don't know the ins and outs of this industry. If somebody has another comment in why this could be bad or good for the, for the businesses like Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, We'd love to hear, but that that's that that's that's me. But yeah, yeah. So we can we can we can, yeah. That I I I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy with this. Yeah, I am. So like and I just said, for the record, up. and just for the record, uh, well, I mean, it'll already be out by the time we release this. Uh, it'll start with the Fortnite season six update, which is tomorrow, September twenty seventh. So right. Um, you you uh, PlayStation players will be able to play with everybody else. So have fun. Yeah, and uh, now we're going to move on to. Uh, probably my favorite segment we have, uh, in case you missed it, with our boy, Brendy. So you can take it away. Alright, so unfortunately, this week was pretty much a really slow news week in terms of sports and video games. So it took a while to find some of these stories, and I've only got two of them, so I do apologize. But I tried my best. It, I don't know why not, it was so slow. I actually agree, too. Like, usually we have some interesting things. <coughs> kind of a standard week. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like usually whenever I have, like, really good stories it's because like it's because like there was like a lot of stories and like occasionally like a few slipped under the radar but the thing is is like the only thing that kind of happened this week was like a big major news stories which you guys have already heard about so i'm not gonna obviously cover those yeah but uh here's a few that i found uh so if you guys did not know um the chicago cubs are a major league baseball team um, they they have very passionate baseball fans. Something a hundred years, something. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so there is a uh, a fight broke out at Wrigley Field, not between um, players, but between fans in the stand. Uh, <laughs> and apparently, it appeared it was between like two guys, and I think even a like a lady was involved. Um, yeah, there she was. Yeah. Yeah, so a fight broke out between the fans, and they looked like that they were like supporting the same team. So I couldn't exactly tell what started the fight uh, or what could have possibly caused it. Uh, but both fans were escorted out, and I think I think this was like close to the end of the game, so it didn't really matter too much. Um, but what do you guys take on that? Why are why are these opposing fa- why are these fans of uh, uh, of non-opposing teams fighting each other. 
unless like if you know anything more about the story so oh. the only the only uh, let me say real quick because the only reason i know about this is the it's the pirates were playing the cubs um so that's why i kind of knew about it uh and to my knowledge it was cubs fans fighting each other um it wasn't a pirates fan like fighting a cubs fan or whatever because like right that's what i'm that, saying that would make sense because you know whatever anyway uh so we see this uh, a lot in hockey, actually, <laughs> um, and, and part of it is because you know sometimes uh, somebody has one too many drinks, and that kind of says it. But uh, like all the time, like I just don't something. And, and with this situation in general, like the a girl was involved, so something had to be said about her or, or something you know maybe one of the guys said something and they started fighting the dude the video is fucking hilarious though because it could not be a whiter fight <laughs> like literally the one guy gets pulled away and he's like explaining to his girl like why he got in a fight like you shouldn't have hit me bro do you know what my dad does <laughs> um my dad uh, can have you fired we don't even work in the same company but he will still have you fired like it was the whitest shit and like again i i don't i mean i, I don't get it just i guess somebody had too many drinks but no I, what i was saying before about the whole hockey thing is this happens a lot in hockey with fans fighting each other it's like notorious of course, mm. the sport that they're watching, but um, hell, hockey teams have fought fans before. Remember Boston? Oh my god, that that, was that's insane. infamous of what eighties. But my point to that also was, it's usually like teams, it, like it's because teams of different fan bases are are there fighting. It's not because they're you know this is the same team. Come on, mm. Cubs, dude, you guys are probably making the playoffs again. Just just relax, just right. relax. Just, well, you know, have a nice time, watch the game. You know what this reminds me of, though. Remember the uh, story years ago in uh, in for the Phillies at the bank, where um, there was a, a father and his daughter at at a game, and there was a guy who was just completely wasted behind them, and I, I guess he was yelling like profanities or something. Who knows? Uh, and the guy turn, you know, the father turns around and goes, "Hey, can you kind of cut it out a little bit?" So that wasted guy proceeds to then stand up, put his finger down his throat, and throw up over his daughter. Yeah, and I, I uh which yeah which resulted in a huge fight right uh it, that's probably what it was it was probably fueled by alcohol i mean no I, it for sure was the yeah, guy you I can kind of tell in the video the it could have been for the stupidest reason too i mean it, it's just stuff like that you run into those 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 couple idiots who don't represent the fan base but they're just they're they're there and they like to cause trouble and it starts shit like this all the time like that story coming out of the uh, uh, the Phillies years ago was disgusting. Like I was, yeah. I was so dumbfounded by someone doing that. Like it's a little girl, dude. What yeah. are you doing? Like it, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I hope, you know, that it was, it wasn't for too serious of a reason and you know, it got resolved or whatever, but I haven't seen this video. I didn't even hear about this. So, uh, but that's what it made me think of with stuff like this. It's just one person who's just there to cause trouble. That's all it is. Yeah. Usually. That's All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next story. Um, so, what would you guys say is this game hasn't? Wait, hang on. Let me make sure really quick. What would you guys say is the gonna be probably the biggest game release this year, other than Call of Duty? Oh, um, Red Dead Redemption. Yes, Red Dead Two. So, 
that it is coming out October 26, 2018. So that's essentially one month from now, exactly. Yep. Uh, so to commemorate this, Xbox One has announced that it, it is releasing um, two backwards compatible uh, games that were originally released on 360 and now are backwards compatible for the Xbox One. What games are those, you might ask? Call of Juarez. Oh my god. Very old Wild West game. Yes. That game is so underrated. You have no idea. That game is so goddamn underrated. Yep. I played the shit out of that. Bound in Blood and Cartel are backwards compatible now. Okay. Bound in Blood, I gotta say, had one of had a really, really, really good campaign story. And actually, I sucked at multiplayer, but the multiplayer was pretty damn good. You're basically in a Wild West shootout Call of Duty style. It's amazing. Um, but yeah. And I've seen gameplay of it. Like, I've never played it, but I've, oh, I, know, okay. I, know it's, I know it's incredibly underrated. I, I, yeah. know, I, I, I know exactly what it's like, though. Yeah, so uh, just to, I, I, I won't spend too much time, but the, the premise of the campaign is it follows two brothers. Uh, and it, it uh, what's what's cool about it is that at each part of before each level or stage, you can actually pick which brother you are, and each brother has its own like thing going on. Like there's a love interest involved, and they run, you know they end up carrying their third brother who's like a priest around. I won't spoil anything. It's do yourself a favor if you haven't played the game. It's actually really good and very underrated. Please go play that game. So uh, that makes me happy. I'm gonna have to when I go home this week. I'm gonna have to. Uh, Next week, I have to go uh, find my copy and bring it back to school with me because, oh, God, I'll replay that all all the time. Dear God, that's yeah. awesome. And Microsoft has, like, specifically stated, like, they, they they made these backwards compatible because of Red Dead 2 coming out soon, which that's I thought perfect. was thought was amazing. That's perfect. And, oh, God, that's that makes me very happy. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. I am excited. Yeah, I'm going to have to go uh, replay that campaign. Uh, it's extremely good. I so, yeah, go for it. I think uh, I might actually play the Red Dead Redemption campaign again just before that game comes out. I'm excited about that game. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just uh, another goddamn fucking $60 I'll be spending. I got. Oh, I yeah. tell myself every year I got to cut down on the video games. So. Yeah, Call of Duty's in a week, isn't it? <laughs> October 12th. Uh, yeah, two weeks, I think. Two weeks, yeah, October 12th, yeah. No, God. Yeah, we're just spending so much money. And I just spent money on FIFA, FIFA and Forza, so rip yeah. my bank account. Well, I pre-ordered a Call of Duty two months ago, so yeah, I think I've already recovered from payment. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I, I, actually, I, I actually got the premium edition or, like, the... Damn, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. The Got one it. with the battle pass. Yeah, not the battle. Whatever it's fucking called. The I know what you mean. Map, yeah, map season pass. pass. Season, yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll probably I'll I'll now. try and do it. Depends where I am financially, obviously. But uh, got to take out a goddamn bank loan to fucking yeah, play video games. <laughs> I'm already paying enough student loans over here. I'm uh, Jesus. I'm gonna take loans out for video games now. So you know what? You know what's for a good cause for reporting on the Complain Network, right? Right. Well, Bobby, I certainly hope you do enjoy uh, Call of War. I hope I hope you go home and play the shit out of it. <laughs> I absolutely will. All right. Well, that's good. That's gonna go. That's gonna go ahead and wrap up in case you missed it. So we're gonna I'm gonna hand it back over to Tyler here yeah. for the uh, for the next topic. And we finish up uh, with two uh, NFL topics, one being our week uh, four predictions, but the other one being the terrible roughing the passer calls that have been a problem, uh, it's a to plague. say the least. It's a plague. In the NFL. Yo, it's like it, every play, there's there's laundry on the field with the flags. Like, I don't know what 
Yes, I know. Uh, you know that laundry is on the field. No. Yes, but, well, no, oh. I, I watched the Eagles Falcons game. Yeah, in week I, get, one. I, I just was, yeah, I get that. Um, <laughs> so Clay Matthews has been the one guy who's been like literally, it's killed him. So the week two, the Vikings are playing the the Pats, uh, Pack, sorry, and uh, there's, I think there was less than a minute left in the game. Uh, you know, ball is snapped. He makes a move on the offensive lineman and. Hits uh, Kirk Cousins as he's throwing the ball. Um, 15 yard pedaling, automatic first down. What do they do? They end up going down the field on that drive, uh, tying up the game, and then that game ultimately ended on a tie. Last game, find the Redskins. Uh, Alex Smith uh, drops back. Clay Matthews rushes him, hits him. Apparently, his body weight fell on him. And you could, you know, it's a sad thing about, because, like, I feel honestly bad for him. Clay Matthews gets up, looks at the ref, sees the flag, and just literally like gets on his knees and just like is praying to God that he does not kind of strangle this guy. Um, <laughs> it's so he he came out after the game and said the NFL is getting soft. Uh, you know the funny thing is Alex Smith literally Alex Smith told it how it is, which is good. He he literally said like, look. I don't know what he was supposed to do there. He hit me fair. Like, he hit me clean. Like I don't know what he was supposed to do. Uh, he, it, it's it's a it's a terrible situation. You, you know it's bad when like the players that like this rule is supposed to be protecting are saying it's bad. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what? So this is the big thing that came out about this. So Miami Dolphins defensive end William Hayes uh, tore his ACL. Uh, Sunday against the Raiders because of this rule. So uh, he was essentially trying not to put his weight on the quarterback because, you know, he'll get a penalty. Mm -hmm. And he got his foot caught in the ground. And because he got his foot caught in the ground, it locked up on him and then he tore his ACL. Now he's out for the season because of a rule that's trying to protect the quarterback because you can't put your goddamn. How are you supposed to tackle a guy? Like that, I I just, for defensive players, you know, I can't even imagine being a defensive player in the NFL. So you got this rule. You got the whole, like, you know, pass interference rules in the NFL. You got uh, the hitting a defensive player. Like, you know, you can't touch you can't touch an offensive player. You're getting a penalty. Before you hit a quarterback, you got to, like, bring some bubble wrap and, like, wrap him up in it and then, like, slowly <laughs> push him to the ground. That's, well, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, a lot of fans are making, uh, you know, like a meme out of this. There are a lot yeah. of People are like posting videos of, of the one where the father picks up his daughter and like gently lays her down and then does the celebration after like a 10 yeah. second process. Was like, uh, but Tyler, I actually have a little bit of audio if you're uh, you're interested to hear related. Uh, I would love to hear. So whenever you're good, you can play that. Boys, this league is a joke. So apparently, <laughs> that is rough in the passer in the NFL now. And there goes the flag. Dude laid off the quarterback, and they still caught him. That is an absolute joke. <laughs> okay, so... I was not expecting that to hear my so, voice. So, context, context. So, uh, what play was this? It was during a Steelers game, right? So, so uh, look, I, I, I gotta say this. I'm not a Steelers fan. I've seen this call, and I wanted to throw myself through the TV. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what... Alright, Fat Albert. <laughs> well, yo, I was, I was pissed. So, uh, I think it was, I believe it was Gerald McCoy, who is a star defensive tackle for the Bucks. basically got to Ben Roethlisberger. 
and Rothsberger gets rid of the ball, and it's no more than... So, me and Bobby were talking about this. We were trying to figure out why the penalty was. So, he throws the ball. It was a half a second later he hits him. He doesn't even hit him. He literally pushes him over. He do- he doesn't... Uh, McCoy doesn't fall. He goes to the ground. He just pushes him over. Flag comes out. I almost lost my goddamn mind. I... Then, oh, God. Sorry. You go ahead. I, yeah, I'm I know. just thinking about it now. I want to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> I know. So, I, I was I was just going to say, so, I, what I said to Tyler was, well, I don't know if it's necessarily how he hit him. It's when. Uh, it, I mean, listen, in, in, I didn't see the clip of full game speed. I wasn't able to watch the game, and I haven't really looked it up. But it, you know what the clip Ty was showing me. So he, so just for reference, this audio comes from a video he put in the, uh, uh, in our, our Discord, Discord. Chat, in our Discord chat, uh, with this whole rant and it was showing the replay in slow mo. Where yeah, so the ball definitely got released in like half a second or a second later he got hit. So I, I think in that instance the flag was thrown for, uh, for when he hit him, which was afterwards. I mean that's what the original roughing the passer call was supposed to be for, right? Like it's usually like. Okay, say the quarterback does ball. One, two, three. Okay, he gets hit. Yeah, that's a flag, right? But even so, do I think this this one specific warrants a flag? Uh, no, I still don't think so. But I was trying to just explain that it might have been for a different reason. But given how roughing the passer calls have been recently, it, this this definitely uh, would fall in that line. So no wonder people were mad about this one. Like even Tyler was saying, people on Twitter were confused. Yeah, well. And, so- uh, here's so I'm trying to break this down, right? So roughing the passer, there's there's a couple of different things you can get called for. Number one, we already know the the putting the weight on the quarterback that was impossible because McCoy didn't fall. Number two, hitting uh, them in the helmet. His hands and nothing hit him in the helmet. Uh, his helmet didn't hit his helmet. Uh, nothing touched his helmet. <laughs> is what I'm trying to right. like that. That was the big thing. Is like uh, if you hit them in the helmet, even with like your pinky finger, you're getting called. Right. Uh, the third thing has to be it being late, but it was like, I'm sorry. It just was like, okay. It was uh, maybe it was later than uh, it's been, you know, like Clay Matthews was spot on, like when he hit him, but like it was, it was in the time frame where you can hit him. That's gotta be the call, but I, I don't know how you can make that call. I don't know. So I, I think a lot of it has to do with the, just how, how hard they're cutting down on certain hits. Um, in the NFL because of all the CTE stuff, which, you know, a lot of it I don't agree with. Um, you know, the way I see it, and I may have said this before, football's going to be a rough and tough sport. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a violent game. Like, right, like, I'm not... Guy, yeah. And I'm not, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to sit here and defend helmet-to-helmet hits, right? Like, I, I get <laughs> it, but it's going to happen. You can only do so much, and penalizing the guys for playing football the way they've been taught for probably years. Their whole lives. Right. It's not, that's not the way to do it. You can only do so much. The only way you can completely eliminate the violence and and the injuries is if you just make it flag football. Right. That that's it. I I understand what they're doing and I, I, their, their intentions for the most part, and especially how bad they've handled this in the past have been pretty good recently. Right. I, I, I understand it, but at some point you got to say, look, the guys know what they're getting into at this point. Right. You got to protect the players. You got to protect the quarterbacks who are, are, are always the target, right? You got to do it, but there's a line. There is a significant line to be drawn. So, um, I'm just uh, now we're in a situation though with um with William Hayes, who I said tore his ACL. Like now he has to alter his game just to 
right. abide by the rules. And then he gets hurt on it. And, and I'm looking at tweets. Uh, so Richard Sherman uh, tweeted out, they don't care about the rest of us getting hurt long as the QB is safe, right. uh, which I have never agreed with Richard Sherman probably in his entire life, but that I agree with. But you got it. Um, so I, I, on the same token, though, you, you got to know that the QBs getting roughed up is bad, right? I mean, listen, you know, as soon as, as, soon as he hikes the ball, right, uh, you know, he's got however many people are on the defensive line coming for him, and they're not going to stop till they do. And I get it. It's, it's going to hurt like hell. And it's very, very, very uh, injury prone. But the people on the line are literally getting hit every play. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. So you, you gotta, you gotta find a common line. And the way they've been calling roughing the passer is not it, Chief. I'm telling you right now, yeah. it's, so, it's it's just not the way to do it. I'm actually looking because I was kind of confused by the wording of this, but I'm look. There's actually a picture of William Hayes hitting Derek Carr and like how he he's trying to like not get a penalty. So like he's literally hitting him. And he has his foot in the ground, so he can hold himself up, and that's why he got the ACL, the ACL tear. Right, right. It's I, it, it's so it's infuriating. Like, can, it, like, can you imagine? Can you imagine like Lil Mac, who you know, best defensive player in the league right now? Can you imagine if he altered his game like that? Like, if he had a similar thing happen where he ended up getting hurt because of the way he had to hit the quarterback, he probably wouldn't be the way he is. He probably wouldn't be the future Hall of Famer that we keep talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's 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 strange. The game has to adapt, right? And like I said, you know, the, the NFL has had a bad history of, of dealing with uh, um, how to prevent concussions and stuff like that. There's whole movies made about it, right? I mean, it, it, it's bad. They've been taking significant strides, but Dude, there isn't is it funny, a line. Like, for as long as football's been around, like just now, they're like, maybe these dudes banging into each other isn't good for them. <laughs> <laughs> right. maybe, I mean, just, maybe we should, uh, you know, crack down on smashing their heads together. Right, but I, I, I keep saying no. I, I and I'm not, you know, I feel bad for everybody who has long-term effects after their football career is over or any sport for that, for that matter. Right? I mean, CTE is a scary thing. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. But at some point, where do you say, okay, look, we did everything we can to still keep the intensity of the game and the mechanics of the game while trying to protect the players as much as humanly possible without ruining it and costing games with stupid penalties? Where do you? You make that decision. You know where the the guys know what they're getting into. I, but I don't. Know. I don't know the answer. I Look, I straight up do not know the answer. But to me, you gotta at some point say, "Look, it's we only can do so much without completely changing the fundamental yeah. mechanics of the game." Exactly. Well, that's exactly the point I was gonna get to. These guys are are too fast. This the game is played too fast. It is. For me, I have to worry about me hitting you. And look, you know, they, they complain about, you know, the other thing of this, too. Now I'm thinking about this. The other way you can get a, uh, a rough in the passer call in the league is hitting somebody too low. How the hell are you supposed to hit somebody? Right, you have to hit them dead in the midsection. But wait, you can barely do that, too, because you're not supposed to put your helmet down. Like, so you and, and then, like, how are you not supposed to? Like, I don't get it. I, like, I, so I'm, I, I, I'm literally baffled here. Like, cause I forgot about the rule about like, you can't hit them low or it's a penalty too. Where like, the, I, I, I oh, so like, God. let's say, let's take someone like Julian Edelman, who is a pretty short guy. Right. And let's say he's, he's up against some six, four player. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, if he doesn't put his head down, he hits him in the head. Right. Yeah. I mean, but he puts his head down, he gets a flag. Uh, well, for, so what's he supposed to do? I mean, like, yeah, like Drew Brees, I know, is one of the shorter quarterbacks in the league. Like, right. 
God, it's infuriating. It really I don't is. know what the answer is. I don't think any of us here do. I if, don't know what the answer is, but it's not this. I'm telling you right now, if something doesn't get changed, this will the, the Super Bowl is going to be decided by this because it's going to happen yeah. all through the playoffs that teams are going to advance based on you know, it's, it's a 15 yard penalty and an automatic first down. That's and here's huge. the thing. That, here's that's the thing. Just, go ahead. I'm sorry, and it's it's going to take a game like the the Packers and it was the Lions, right, with the replacement refs. It's going to yeah. take something like that to make the NFL realize, hey, maybe we've been doing this wrong. Because remember, with the replacement refs, what's that? It was oh yeah, yeah, sorry, it was Packers Seahawks. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, Packers Seahawks, and it's going to take a call like that to make the NFL wake up because that's what it was when the refs were on strike and they had the refs from college and high school ball <coughs> refing these games. And then they completely screwed up that catch call. Right. That and, then, and then literally right after that, the NFL was like, okay, yeah, we need you back. Fun, fun fact about that referee lockout. None of the replacement refs were division one refs. They're all division yeah. two, three or high school. Well, I mean, how do they expect to get the one refs? They're busy. <laughs> Yeah. Right, but, so, but but still, like you get my point. Like they're they're not ready for that kind of experience. No, and they've not. really screwed that up. Right. So uh, my, that's my prediction here. That's my that's my hot take, if you will. That it's going to take one one call. It's going to take one call, one insane call that costs the team either a playoff spot or even a championship to make the NFL realize that they're not getting it right. Um. And I'm sure the NFLPA has just as much of a say because I'm sure they were the big proponent behind this. And a lot of the lawsuits the NFL faced with all, all the CTE stuff coming in, right? So there has to be a line drawn somewhere, like I keep saying. There has to be. I don't know what it is, but it's not this. You yeah. need to let the guys play football, and you got to make the players also understand that it's going to keep being a violent sport. I know it's no excuse, and I do, again, I do not wish concussions or injuries, or CTE upon anybody on this planet Earth. I'm sure it's the scariest goddamn thing in existence. But you, they, they know what they're playing, and they obviously love the game enough to keep playing. And you've seen people retire, you know, because, like, look, I love football, but I'm not dying over this. Like, yeah. with all the CTE stuff coming out. Like, I, I, that's a good decision to make. And those guys made that decision, but for the rest of the guys who are staying here, and keep playing and getting in those collisions. They know what they're doing at this point. And if they think that it's worth the risk, then keep playing. But you, you need to set a precedent about yeah. what's safe and what doesn't destroy the fundamentals of the game. Because now you're just watching a lot of chickens without heads running around throwing a football. Yeah. That's what's happening here. So yeah. I, I hope they figure something out before it's too late. But knowing the NFL, it will be too late. <laughs> and it's going to suck. I, I don't hate football, and I, for all intents and purposes, I'm still watching, right? But I'm sure the players are frustrated. The coaches are frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. It, it, something's got to happen. And keep in mind, the NFL CBA expires in 2020, so something is right. going to change. Right. It's going to happen. And you help. you might even see more stricter rules get put in because of what the NFL PA wants. Yeah, if, right? if that happens, I don't know if I can handle it. There's a problem. It's a problem. And I, someone's going to realize it sooner or later, and something's got to give. All right, Again, so, I don't uh, know what it is. Yeah, I was going to say, look, I'm going to wrap this point up because we're kind of short on time here. But bottom line is, I, you know, we understand about the, the injuries and stuff like that. It's, it's a point of emphasis, obviously. So This can't keep going on. You, the, the guy is literally – making a football tackle like I, I don't know what you want these guys to do again the speeds that they're going um 
you you just have to you have to let them play. Uh, I I really I I hope they make a change. The problem is no, like you said before, no the NFL they won't until after the year ends if they do at all. Uh, look, I'm all, I'm all for making the game as safe as it possibly can, but there's a line, and the line has been drawn. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and uh, with that, we will move on. That was a good discussion. Um, yeah. But we're going to move on to our, our week four predictions. Uh, a little wrap up from last week. We had the games we picked uh, were New Orleans, uh, Atlanta, Tennessee, Jacksonville, and the LA uh, matchup of the LA teams. Um, after the week, me and Bobby went two and one. Brendy went one and two. The one that uh, Brendy got wrong that we got right was the Atlanta game. Uh, we had New. Um, I always say New Orleans. New Orleans picking. Um, we had them winning. They did. Brendy had Atlanta. Uh, that was a awesome game to watch. Uh, as no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> as a neutral, it was a great game to watch. Uh, um, New Orleans wins that game in overtime. The second game was well. Real quick, I just want to point out, I love yeah. Brandy's comment that he made to Tyler. So we all, well, like we said earlier, we're in a fantasy league together, and uh, Tyler predicted the Falcons to lose, but played Matt Ryan in fantasy and got a ton of points off of it. And I think it triggered Brandy <laughs> to the point of frustration. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, what I, and I, what I told him was, I thought Atlanta was going to lose, but I didn't say Matt Ryan was going to have a bad game. Like, I, you know, the, the way their defense is banged up right now, and the Saints' defense is not what we thought they were from last year. Uh, I, you know, and it, it, I don't know what it is, but the NFC South always has games that end like forty-five, forty, or like thirty-seven, thirty-four. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a game that ended like. I don't know, twenty-one to fourteen. Like, <laughs> it's it's crazy. But um, and then the, the second game was literally awful. Like, I would rather watch paint dry. It was a Tennessee Jacksonville game. Tennessee ended up winning the game nine to six. What a game! <laughs> uh, that game was the the one note from that game that was interesting was uh, so Marcus Mariota didn't start that game because he he's hurt. Like he hurt his hand and he can't grip the football properly. Well, he came in the game anyway because their backup, Blaine Gabbert, got knocked out of the game. So he came in and played. Uh, other than that, there was nothing noteworthy about that game. Uh, and then the L.A. game was a good game to watch. Uh, me and Bob, we all, uh, excuse me, we all had them that uh, going to L.A., the Rams, I should say, and that happened. Uh, so after week uh, three, the standings read, uh, me, and, uh, me and Brendy are tied up with four points, Bob at three. Uh, none of us have gotten the score prediction bang on at this point, but uh, hopefully that'll happen soon. So the the three uh, games we have on tap this week, uh, kind of a week, uh, uh, a week week is what I'm trying to say for football <laughs> in terms of matchups this week. Uh, first game we got on is the three and Miami Dolphins versus the one and two and third in the division, I think, New England Patriots. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, the, the second game is a, a Sunday night football game between Pittsburgh and Baltimore. And the third game is a Monday night football game between Kansas City and Denver. Brendy, I will start off with you. Um, uh, and you can give the prediction for the uh, Miami-New England game. All right. So Miami-New England, um, quite honestly, I feel like this is going to be a matchup that will determine whether or not these uh, – whether or not these teams are legit or not. So, like, if Miami wins and New England loses, then I think what we were predicting um, at the beginning of the season we need to completely throw out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, with that said, though, I don't 
know like okay i'm obviously not a new england fan i'm not from the boston area i don't i don't know what's been wrong with new england i that's that's a better um that's a better thing to ask bobby you know what the hell's been going on with new england so what i would say though is new england they they still are the better team at the end of the day uh against miami at least um and but i i feel like miami has always kind of had new england's number in some way um with with that said i still have new england coming out on top in a kind of low scoring game not not necessarily a whole lot of touchdowns i have them i have new england winning 24 to 20. all right and bobby uh you can give your prediction oh, oh my head hurts okay so new england's making my head hurt. all right so here's here's my thought process right i'll agree that this game definitely has uh some uh depth in it right this is going to kind of decide who's real legitimate i still don't think the dolphins are it yet i get it they're three now but they beat the titans the jets and the raiders who have not had the best of starts right new england for all sets of purposes is still a legitimate team i mean yes they started out one and two and gave one of their losses to uh the detroit lions and i just don't think new england showed up like that's Playing simple, everyone's like, "Well, what happened?" I'm like, I, "Nobody really just showed up. Like that. That's really it. I mean, there's really nothing there. I mean, they just got out coached, now played. Which talking about Bill Belichick being out coached is like a rarity. So yeah, really. <laughs> it's 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 just it was a rough game to watch, and New England just had was not in it. Um, I'm gonna hope that New England just kind of puts their hand on there and realize, hey, this is kind of a divisional matchup, and this is kind of important. Let's actually, you know." think about this one and play this the right way i don't i still don't think miami's legitimate enough i mean yeah they got drake running in and doing all the you know doing all their uh their their, their hard work um but new england's still banged up right i mean they still don't have edelman and you know newly signed josh gordon uh, they still haven't said if he's in or not he's probably still hurt uh and then the tyler told me burkhead is the hurt. latest i've seen on gordon was he's uh it looks like doubtful for that game but yeah. i mean we are only at Wednesday, so you never know. Right, and then also apparently Tyler reported me, and I haven't even looked at the Burke is apparently getting placed on IR. Um, it's it's a it's a god, it's such a weird scenario for them, but I still think New England at the end of the day is going to come out of this one. Um, just because I'm still not a believer in Miami right now. Um, I may eat those words, <laughs> and I'll be very sad. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, but I have New England winning this one, especially since it's back at home, uh, twenty eight to twenty one. I still have uh, it being somewhat close because there is some substance in Miami's offense. And for my prediction, so you brought up a, a point earlier, Brandy, about uh, uh, Miami having New England's number. And I agree. The problem is they have their number when Miami's at home. And and Miami, you know, it's in this game. Thankfully for the Pats is in Gillette Stadium because uh, – you know, you have that whole thing with all oh, we can't beat this in Miami, and you're already one and two. Uh, to go one and three would be tough. Look, I there's no chance in hell that Brady lets this team go one and three. It's just not happening. He will. Mm. He's going to carry this team next week. Um, I have the final score being 34-17. Uh, I agree with Bobby in the sense that the Dolphins haven't really played a a great team yet. I mean, the the Jets looked. Terrible against them. The Raiders started off hot. Jordy Nelson uh, was insane in the first half. Um, but yeah, they haven't played a real team yet. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, you know, the Pats have been banged up, as Bobby 
mentioned. Uh, I, I'm I'm really waiting for Josh Gordon to come out. That's yep. what I'm waiting for that team. But yeah, keep it short and simple. New England, there's uh, Brady. There's no chance he lets them lose this game. Uh, uh, next game we have on the slate, as I mentioned before, is uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Uh, Brendy, go ahead with your prediction. So uh, this game certainly has, uh, in my opinion, um, <clears throat> and I know it's early in the season, but it definitely has like a trap game feel to it. Like, you know, you think, you know, Steeler, Steelers at home versus the Ravens, uh, you know, in, in your head, you might think, okay, you know, it should be a pretty easy Steelers victory. Um, but every week there's always that uh, sort of trap game that happens um and where everyone's predictions are just flat out wrong and that's where i predict this one uh and the main reason for that is because the steelers really just look like they're on the verge of collapse um i i think that organization is kind of an entire mess right now and i don't oh, believe it's oh yeah <laughs> well i and i don't believe that that's going to be resolved anytime soon um and i believe things are just going to continue to get worse for them um, so I have Baltimore pulling up, uh, pulling a surprise win against the Steelers, twenty-eight to twenty. That's my upset pick. All right, and Bobby, uh, your pick. Okay, so all right, I'm looking at this. So this is a, a rival matchup, right? So I feel like, in, in no matter what issues they're both going through right now, Baltimore is in, in, in a little bit of disarray as well. Um, they're starting to get it back a little bit. Pittsburgh is completely all over the place. Tomlin has completely lost it. Um, so, so Pittsburgh's at home. At home. So I, I, I still I, I have them winning this game. But here's my reason. I, I don't think Pitt, Pittsburgh's defense is not all there like it used to be. Let's looking at the past three games. Right, they tied with the Browns twenty one twenty one. Right. Um, they lost to the Chiefs 42 to 37. And then just barely scraped by the Bucks 30 to 27 this past week. Um, their defense is not there. And I think that's going to go in Baltimore's favor a little bit. However, I still think Pittsburgh is strong on offense because they've been high scoring all season so far 21, 37, and 30 in the three weeks. So I think Pittsburgh is just going to basically run over Baltimore a little bit. Um, going 35-20 in favor of the Steelers. I know the Le'Veon Bell situation is still happening, but it you know still can throw. They still have you know they still have some offensive power behind them. And as long as Ben is throwing the way he does and the way he's been for the season so far, I don't see how Baltimore can even rival that. So I got Pittsburgh winning this one uh, pretty strongly. So. I at the beginning of the year when I had my predictions, uh, and this of course was me thinking Le'Veon Bell was going to be playing. Uh, I had Pittsburgh. I think I had them winning the AFC. You did. They've been a weird team this year. I had them so, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. I I might have too. I, I think I might have too. I don't or I had I them winning. <laughs> I don't even remember. Anyway, my point of this is like they've been a weird team this year because, uh, like example, last game, uh their defense comes out and gets three picks in the first half. And you're like, okay, they're going to win this game easily. And then all of a sudden Fitz magic comes out in the second half and kind of tortures them a little <laughs> bit and gets the game it's close the again. Like mm-hmm. I, I, you know, part of that also is because Fitzpatrick was really not great in that game in the first half. And he threw like three picks right to him. But, um, you know, their, their defense is weird. Uh, their offense has been 
so you know Antonio Brown is always going to be the focal point there, but uh, my guy Juju Smith Schuster, mm-hmm. he's been looking real good. He had a strong game last last game. Uh, he was kind of a Big Ben's go to for a lot of that game, um, and he had he had himself a nice game, uh, a lot of catches. So uh, that that offense is always always a problem, even without Le'Veon. Uh, and then on the on the Baltimore side, so. They played the Broncos last week, and watching that game for me, uh, I don't think they necessarily won that game against the Broncos. I think the Broncos lost the game, if you know what I mean. Like they had a lot of uh, shoot yourself in the foot moments. Um, they had a, a block kick uh, that they returned for a touchdown. Oh wait, no, it's not because there's a flag for an illegal block in the back. Uh, <laughs> they, they have a fourth and one. On the five yard line, uh, Baltimore's five yard line, uh, and a spot where they needed to score because the game was, you know, basically over at that point. Twelve men on the field—that cannot be happening. Uh, so Baltimore, you know, th- honestly, I don't think they looked that impressive last week. I just think it was more of the Broncos sucking. Um, I have uh, the final score being twenty-four twenty Pittsburgh, which now looking back on it, that might be a little low scoring, but Baltimore's defense has been pretty good this year. Um, and uh, and that's that's what I have. But and you know, Flacco has looked okay this year. I mean, he's gotten better receivers, so that helps. Uh, we talked about that in the preview. Um, so that that kind of contributes to that. But yeah, I have the final score being twenty four twenty. And then the last game is the Monday night game with the three and Kansas City Chiefs visiting Mile High against the two and one Denver Broncos. Uh, Brendy, you can uh, give your picks for this final game. Right, so I, I don't really feel like a lot of us are going to spend too much time on this game, uh, mainly because Patrick Mahomes right now appears to be the best quarterback in the NFL <laughs> that, no, that, no. from the first three weeks of the season, at least. Yeah, I was going to say no question right now. Is the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> yeah, um, and against a, going against a Denver team that, you know, obviously has a lot of question marks. Uh, and, like, I'm, I'm sorry that you have to, like, sit and deal with this team for an entire season, Tyler. But, <laughs> uh, but, but no, seriously. But with that said, weird things tend to happen on Monday Night Football. So anything could happen. Um, I just don't think that uh, it's going to be this week. I've got, uh, I've got Kansas City winning it quite handily, 34 to the 10. Uh, Bobby, go ahead. Yeah, so I, Freddie basically covered all the points I want to mention. Mahomes is absolutely on fire. Uh, the Chiefs have been scoring, have been having high point games going 38, 42, 38 in the last three weeks. Freaking ridiculous, right? And, and, and against notable teams, they beat the Chargers, they beat the Steelers, and then the 49ers, and that was the game where, unfortunately, uh, uh, Jimmy Torres ACL. So I, I, I don't see any slowdown here, right? And I don't think Denver is the team to do it. They play the uh, Jacksonville next week. Um, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but that that may have a chance, but I don't think the Broncos are it. And like Brendy said, there's a lot of question marks with Denver right now. Um, so I have Kansas City kind of winning this one in a bit of a landslide. I have 35-17 final. Uh, and I'll and I mean I'll give I'll keep it short, but I'll give a little bit more insight on this game just because me being a Broncos fan, I'm watching the games this year. Uh, they're, you know, they they won the Super Bowl two years ago with the defense that they had, which was insane. And unfortunately, it's just not the same anymore. Their pass rush is still there, uh, but them losing Akib Talib this summer is killing them. Um, they signed Adam Pacman Jones, who if he fucking, <laughs> and then he didn't even play last week. We also got uh, week. Uh, we kind of <laughs> had a tough week last week in terms of – so he didn't play, and then our other cornerback, Tremaine Brock, 
uh, goes out. So we were basically playing our uh, fifth round pick this year, uh, Isaac uh, Yidham uh, at cornerback, and he was getting torched. Like, it was terrible. Um, so Patrick Mahomes is going to have a field day against if they don't, you know, I don't know their statuses for this week. Uh, hopefully they're back. Um, they need them. The other thing that is uh, is huge, and this always happens when KC plays Denver, is that uh, Denver struggles against covering the tight end, and Travis Kelsey always has monster games against them. Uh, I expect the same thing. Um, I, you know, especially the way Mahomes is playing. Uh, he, if he's open, he's going to get it to him. And then, real quick, I'll just touch on the Broncos' offense because uh, Case Keenum is Mr. Checkdown Charlie. Um, I think at one point last game he had 15 completions for 76 or so yards, which is really terrible. Uh, he can't make a pass over 10 yards. Um, look, I I, I want to be pleasantly surprised. I'm not. I'm talking like this, and I'm not giving up all hope on my team. It's just that I think the Chiefs are – are really they're such a good team. That offense yeah. is insane. Uh, it was just fun to say after the predictions we gave in week one. But uh, I don't think this is close. Uh, I think I actually have the biggest margin out of any of us. I think uh, I have Kansas City winning thirty-seven to thirteen. Wow. Um, and those are me, me and you are the same. Okay, I was gonna. I mean, look, that if Kansas City puts up more than twenty points, we're screwed because, uh, and that's very likely. Um, yeah, we're we're just kind of uh, you know, we won the first two games, but they were against pretty weak teams, and now we got the big boys coming up. So, uh, this is a, a critical game, and like Brandy said, it's it's a Monday night in Mile High. Anything can happen, but uh, yeah, I have the Chiefs winning. Uh, so anyway, guys, that is gonna wrap up the show. Um, a little bit of a long one this week. I say that every week, though. We just it's a podcast, whatever. Uh, <laughs> So we have a special episode coming out that will release uh, probably uh, a day or two after the podcast is released. Uh, me and Bobby are going to do an NHL season preview. Uh, and this is a uh, part of a plan that we will do this for every, uh, or, you know, the major sports we're going to do season previews for and have their own yeah. episode. We have a lot yeah. to talk about. Uh, real quick, worth noting that it's not going to be an episode of the podcast. It'll be yeah. it, it's separate gonna be, entity on yeah. the same channel here. And it's an extra episode, so we're not going to be missing an episode of the podcast. It's just an extra thing we're doing. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, so uh, hopefully everybody's excited for that. Uh, and if you want to follow us for updates and stuff like that, we're going to post our picks. Uh, Brandy will post the picks, as he always does. Uh, you can follow us at Come Play Network. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, that's it. Um, I think we had a good show again, boys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I uh, think so. And, uh, yeah, me and Bobby will see you for the uh, NHL season's preview. But uh, the next time we will see you will be for Episode 9. Hope you enjoyed. If you liked the video, like it. If you uh, haven't already, subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Peace.